Radical Grove Parliament Podcast. Well, you yeah, turning me up or you turning me down? down? Man, you better get me right before you leave. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Everybody good? Do you know where you are? On air? Do you know where you are? Here's the fucking Radical Grove Podcast. The Parliament Podcast, baby. Good morning, listeners. Happy Tuesday to all of you. My name is Roche. I got Julie in front of me. She's going to deep dive on what's going on in Israel a little bit a little bit later. We got Manny filling in on the boards. Tomato Slice is getting us started. We got our special guest today, uh, Sir David Fa. Is that how you say your last name? Feemster. 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 David Feemster. Chef, Chef Dave. Chef Dave. The Chef. Chef extraordinaire, chef to the stars. Damn right. He's in here. He's here to share that journey with us. So, Dave, what's up, man? Not much. Not much. Uh, first so, time doing this. So the reason, oh, first time ever podcasting? First time on a podcast, usually so, behind the camera. Really? I have a face for a camera, not radio. Usually behind the stove. <laughs> There's the camera in front, up there. In front there of the stove. Go. Cooking it up. All right, so well, all, all we're going to do is just kind of get a, a grasp on your journey to success in life. All right. So tell us, tell us, Jay, Dave, where did your journey start? Where were you born, Dave? Well, my journey started where were you, where were you out of born? my mama's vagina. Ooh, the mama's <laughs> vagina. Lakewood, New Jersey. Uh, that was the hospital, but I'm from Toms River, New Jersey. From Jersey? Jersey. And then down, down the shore. Down the shore? Ooh. Yes. So uh, you guys ever watch, uh, what the hell is that, Jersey Shore? Uh-huh. Yep. I've never watched an episode, but that's where I grew up. At the shore? At the shore, right there. there. So Seaside cool. is the right across the bridge. Where we grew up, we raised hell all summer long. So what was it like growing up there? <clears throat> uh, it was great. It's a great, I always tell everybody, it's a great place to be from. Um, going back there, you know, once in a while is great, uh, but I don't want to go back there anymore. Did you, you know? cut loose like every summer? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. From Memorial Day. Actually, we the wintertime, we owned the beaches because... You know, Memorial Day to Labor Day. Yeah. All the what we called was Bennies, the people that came down from New York City. <laughs> Bennies. The Bennies. <laughs> Fucking Bennies. <laughs> they came down and uh, tore up the beach. So during the winter, there was uh-huh. nobody there but us and the police. There'd be like one cop car yeah. for you know two or three miles, and we go down there, you know, kind of get in trouble a little bit, or go out on the beach and have fires, eat some mushrooms, smoke some dope. You know, <laughs> you know normal teen, normal yeah. teenage, teenage shit. beach stuff. <laughs> shit. Yeah. That sounds fun. But it was a good place to grow up, and I'm I'm glad. Who I grew are the up people there. that ver- visit the Jersey Shore? <clears throat> who are the people that visit? Yeah, um, so the Bennies, the, the Bennies. So the Bennies. Where, where do the Bennies come from? The Bennies are Staten Island, uh-huh. uh, New York City, and kind of like Westchester and Long Island. I gotcha. So they'll kind of slide down the coast and come and hang out for the, most of the time. They all had beach houses there, yeah. you know, the million, seven uh-huh. million dollar beach houses. But they come, you know, stay for the summer or plant their wife and kids there for the summer and then travel back and forth to the city while they work during did the you, summer. Did you ever rob any bennies? You ever steal any bicycles? <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Is there a statute of limitation? We used, to, we used to sneak in and steal people's beer and shit out of their coolers at the beach every summer where we were. People keep their coolers outside. We just roll up and gone. Yeah, in the winter, it was crazy how uh, many people left their windows unlocked and left beer. You just go hang beer out in the house? Beer in refrigerators and uh, watch some TV, yeah. <laughs> just pick a house to hang out in? <laughs> yep. So that, so that was like elementary, middle school, high school, and then you get done with that, and then what do you do? So um, after high school, I uh, decided to go to um, college. I wanted to be an architect, and I went. <clears throat> I just went to a local college, spent two years there, and I uh, realized that wasn't for me. 
Yeah. Uh, again, wound up smoking a little bit of weed. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, and we not- have. I don't. Have we had a guest yet that graduated college? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Me. Yeah. <laughs> didn't you so know? it didn't work. Yeah. No. Tori did. Tori did. Yeah. Tori. Yeah. Tori graduated. Doubted. Tori. Yeah. Um, so that didn't really work for me. And at the, through high school, I always worked in a restaurant. Yeah. And I thought, hey, this was pretty cool. Because we started, uh, my buddy Terrence and I started in a restaurant at about 14 years old. <clears throat> and uh, we were busboys. And we realized that, hey, this is pretty cool. We could stay out late. Our parents let us hang out until, you know, or not hang out, but we're yeah. working until 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And then we realized the kitchen guys were buying us beer and, you know, we were hanging out with these guys. So we thought that was cool. Yeah. So I always worked in the kitchen probably from 14 till today. Right. But, you know, Damn. So, um, so after the college not working out, uh, one of my buddies was going to culinary school and I would visit, visit him up in uh, CIA in New Hyde Park in New York. Uh-huh. And I thought, hey, this is pretty cool. Maybe I can check this out. So um, out, I had traveled out to uh, Scottsdale, Arizona quite often. And I liked it out there, and they had a culinary uh, Scottsdale Culinary Institute out there, so I signed up for that. And uh, I think I was like 20 years old. I packed my truck, drove out there, and uh, started my life what, out there. What year was that? 96. 96. <clears throat> yes. So when one shows up at culinary art school, what, how, what's what's day one? Um. So day one, they give you your uniforms. Uh, they give you like a, the white chef shit. Yeah. Um. You know, we might, we might have been fitted. This is so long. It's almost thirty years ago. We might have been fitted ahead of time. But you know, day one is you show up. They give you your knives. They definitely give you your knives the first day. You have to come in all pressed. It's almost uh-huh. kind of militant. Right. Uh, it's like the military. You have to come in pressed with your white jacket, your checkered pants, your little poofy hats. Uh, we didn't have the straight hats, the stovepipe hats. We uh-huh. had like the. The pastry hats that fell back. Yeah. Ones. The ones that exactly. Yeah. 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 So we got to, uh, you know, wear those. It was a little bit better than those damn stovepipe hats. I never wore one of those. I'm <laughs> trying. I'm in 30 years, and I'm trying not to. <laughs> what the, the, What does that hat? Why is it that hat symbolized? What like? Well, it's to keep hair out of the food. I got but you. um, they say on that stovepipe hat that there's 101 folds on it, and they say that there's 101 to symbolize the 101 different uh, versions of eggs that you can make. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but we're going to go with that. Are there know? really 101 different eggs? Oh, yeah. Four. I mean, Four. Let's, yeah, let's, you get poached, can fried, you, you, over think, easy. you think you can name all 101 <laughs> eggs? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I think you can buy eggs nowadays. How many can you name roast eggs? Uh, I know scrambled, uh, over easy. There you go. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> I mean, over easy. Scrambled. Over hard. I'm from the South. We, you eat scrambled eggs. Burnt. Scrambled crispy, eggs. Crispy, crispy, burnt scrambled eggs. Yeah. With Beverly's canned sausage. Beverly's canned sausage. I don't even know about that. You got to go to Food Line and get it. Food Line? Yeah, yeah. Beverly's canned sausage. No liver mush? Oh, bad liver mush. I don't like it. Oh, no. That's there. But yeah, scrambled eggs. And then you hear about over easy. I don't know about any Poached. Whatever the fuck that means. Sunny side up. Sunny side up. Sunny side up. Poached is my favorite nowadays. Poached. I don't even know what a poached egg looks like. Hey, you drop it in water with a little bit of vinegar. Easter in eggs. It. Easter eggs are good. There's, there's hard I mean, boiled eggs. I know, hard boiled, have, deviled yeah, eggs. That might be a new menu. Brunch devil, menu. Easter devil, eggs. Deviled eggs. Yeah. Easter eggs. That'd be good. And you Rocher's can make them all, all eggs. them and then crack them open. And, and then eat put them. food coloring all over them and make them crazy colors. Yeah. All right. Next menu, brunch menu. You're Rocher's just jumping radical on. Easter eggs. And they're <laughs> all just scrambled to fucking hell and back. <laughs> with Beverly's canned sausage on top. I want it over easy. No, you didn't. <laughs> And a Red Bull on the side. Yeah, no, yeah sugar-free Red Bull. <laughs> exactly. Coffee, no Red Bull. <laughs> All right, so then you, you're out in Scottsdale. How was that experience? What was Sc- Scottsdale was great. It yeah. was fabulous. Um, I thrived in culinary school. Straight A's all the way across the board. So it's kind of like 
going through high school, not really doing so great, you know, yeah. um, going to, you know, co community college, not doing great. And then you kind of figure out what you want to do in life and you, you mm -hmm. run with it. And I, you know, straight A's across the board, graduated, if you could say top of the class, top of the class. And it wasn't even top of the class. Yeah. It was just, you know, I actually had a job <laughs> when like, I left. You were the star player. One of them, yeah. yeah. There was a couple of us. Um, we had a really good time there. Uh, it was... The late 90s in uh, Phoenix, which is kind of like Charlotte now. Yep, it was a boom yep. town. Uh -huh. um, we were young. We were broke. And uh, mm -hmm. we worked our asses off, you know, yeah. to have fun. Cooking. When, are you a lot? Did you work in a restaurant when you were in the school? So, yes. Um, I had a couple of jobs. Um, Why don't you laugh? <laughs> because I supplemented my... Uh, Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you told me that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's another. That's another. That's another podcast. That's, that's another. Alleged, but no, I did. That's an allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But you was, uh, all right. you was all right in college. Yeah, yeah. we were all right. We, were all right. <laughs> we, we did all right. You know, I mean, listen, we did. My best friend in college, he was from Sitka, Alaska. Okay, yeah. Sitka, Alaska is kind of kind of towards the bottom of Alaska. Near um, Whistler in that area, yes. uh, British Columbia. That's where Homeboy and uh, the proposal was. Is that where he was? Remember Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock movie? I think he lived in Sitka. <laughs> <laughs> well, point of my story is, yes. yeah. point of my story is, uh, my friend's parents they were fishermen. Yeah. So we would get cases of king crab, fresh pulled out of the water, um, smoked salmon. They did their own smoked salmon. So we were eating ramen, you know, packets of ramen, but then we had fresh king crab, smoked, king crab <laughs> smoked salmon in there. Designer fish. It was it was great. Yeah. So we, we we had a we had a good time in college. And all right, so then what happens when college is over? <clears throat> college is over, you do your internship. Where'd you go to that? I was um, actually set up at uh, Chateau Whistler in British Columbia, <laughs> and then um, Wolfgang Puckhead uh, was in the process of opening a place called Obachine in Phoenix. Uh huh. So I went over there and I applied, and I didn't get the position because they had filled up um, all their positions, and uh, but they had a pastry chef. So I said, you know what, I'll I'll try pastry chef. I got hired at uh, six twenty five an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and again, um, worked my ass off. This is where I met Rocco. Uh -huh. So Rocco, Rocco owns Fahrenheit. We're partners. Over all right. Here. So you were supposed to go to Whistler. <coughs> yes. You're supposed to go to Canada. Yes. You don't go. Don't go. I stay in Phoenix. You stay in Phoenix. work for Wolfgang Puck. Because back then, but the now, only celebrity chefs were Wolfgang Puck and Emerald was on his way up. And the gumbo dude on Channel 4 on the PBS. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And the chef on Sesame Street. The Sweetest Impressions by Roche. Y'all don't remember the Sesame Street chef? Yeah. And the dude on Channel 4. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Cajun Cook. I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, and then yeah. you had, like, you had the Galloping Gourmet. You yeah. had... Um, but Irma was the main the main one. On TV? Yeah, yeah bam. We were yeah. running around the uh -huh. kitchen in culinary school yelling bam all the time. My friends bust my balls to this day. Because you still you say know? bam? But, no, in culinary school. I don't oh. say it anymore. Oh, yeah. I got you. So, but, <laughs> I, thought I, but, I thought I was Lagasse. I thought I was Lagasse But you told then. me that cul all culinary schools is French cuisine, right? That's yes. So when you go to culinary school... Um, they teach what is uh, basically the brigade system. The brigade system was put together by Escoffier. So way back in the day, this French <laughs> French the fuck is Escoffier French dude named okay. Escoffier. <laughs> oh, oh, that's his name. Put, put the rules down. Uh -huh. he, he laid out the rules. I got the, you. The, the you know the rule book. Yeah, he's like Sassoon for haircutting. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. And uh, you know he built what mother sauces uh -huh. are because everything is based off you know like there's five mother sauces and everything's based off the deriv derivatives of that. And then you know you have. Your meat fab and your cooking or your baking. So he kind of laid out the whole rules, and then he built 
what's called the brigade system, which goes from a chef down to the sous chef to your, you know, chef or your chef, chef de cuisine, sous chef, and then your line cooks. And there's all these fancy French names. I can't remember half of mm-hmm. them now. And they don't even use them anymore. But, um, yeah, when you go to culinary school, they teach you basic French as what you learn. Right. And then you can go off from there. Now, during, the, during those years, you, they'll also have, like, a sushi class. They'll have... <clears throat> Um, international, international. Yeah, but that's Asian. Inter- yeah, Asian. Yeah. Asian. <laughs> and we'll get to that yeah. because, you know, I mean. So like, so then, so all right, so then you get done with the the that part. You go hang out with the pastry people. Yeah, so, okay, so I start working uh, for Wolfgang Puck, which is, again, like the best, working for the best uh, chef in the yeah. country at that time. You know, everybody uh-huh. wants to work for Wolfgang Puck, and he's kind of on his up and coming too, you know. Um he drops his old uh, his own food line, uh, mm-hmm. frozen food line. So like that that was big back then. The pizzas and the soups, and then he starts selling pots and pans. But yeah, we worked at a place called Obachine, which was in the Biltmore in um, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, um, that's when I met Rocco, and uh, that how, was in how did he get there? Ninety eight. He was a line cook there as well. So this was a brand. He was kind of um, just coming out of culinary school as well. He moved out to Phoenix. Um, from Ohio, uh-huh. and then he moved to Phoenix, and he had applied for the position there. So I didn't know him right. until we started working there. He was a line cook there. I was in the pastry. Um, <clears throat> we both worked our way through the company. We worked hard. Uh, that that restaurant. So you learned how to bake cakes and shit there. Ah, uh, for about a year, I was their pastry chef. Yeah, uh, uh, paste, one of their pastry chefs. There uh-huh. was a head pastry chef. Um, I want to say Sherry Yard. But she you, was one but of you them. can do pastries too. Yeah, and yeah. I still to this day, I, you know what? I honed I honed my skills working there. Yeah, I, you know, I, I fake it until you make it. And uh-huh. I worked there and um, got in, and then about a year in, they um, put me on the line, so I started cooking, and then about <clears throat> after about a year in, another year, they needed. It was an upstairs downstairs restaurant, so when you walked yeah. in, first floor, second floor, you walked in downstairs with this dope ass copper sushi bar. Um, they had sushi chefs down there. It was the party. Uh, it was like the who's who of Phoenix and Scottsdale back yeah. in 1998. And we were all like, ooh, the allure of it. We wanted to all work down there. Well, Fuji was the master sushi chef who ran the place and uh, downstairs. And I kind of befriended him. And they needed um, some sushi chefs. And back in 1998, it was hard to find sushi chefs in Phoenix, Arizona. So he was like, well, why don't you come down and I'll teach you, you know, train you. And uh, we'll teach you. Uh, you can apprentice with me. So I went down there and I started apprenticing with him. And um, it worked out. I was down there uh, before you know it. Like within six months, I was cutting fish. And if you know when you hear the stories, when you apprentice with a Japanese chef, especially to do sushi, it's about a five-year program, which I did with him. And you're washing rice for the first, you know, year. And then, you know, you're doing all the other bullshit knife cuts for the next couple of years. Until like the third year when they start letting you actually slice fish and serve the staff. Well, I would say <clears throat> within six months I was out there serving because we didn't have that time. You yeah. know, we, we needed to have, serve the guests yeah. and yeah. it was the hottest place in town. Um, and at that same time, Rocco had moved up because he was kicking ass too. We went in there and kicked ass. He was now the sous chef, the youngest I, sous I chef. I can just see the, the Japanese cook is like, <coughs> you are a very talented show, much of promise. <laughs> time to make a program move a much faster. <laughs> His name was uh, Ninja Training. Hirioko, Hirioko Fujino. Yeah. Why is he like yeah. this? You will, you will train under Hirioko. Jesus 
<laughs> Ninja training. I feel like uh, this podcast should have been a uh, start five a.m. Should have had like you showing show off your me, chef skills. Show for me, us. Sand yeah, the floor. Roche, come on, get it together. Show me side to side, and that's what it was. It was you know, show me uh, make the rice, and show me make panzu, shit like that. Um, Fuji, so Fuji, uh-huh. so I, I still speak to him to this day. Um, he's out at uh, Spago in um, oh, yeah, Maui. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> he's at in Maui, yeah, in Spago. Really, yeah, pretty so good. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. He's man. doing. He's yeah. been with Wolf for almost like forty years now. Great guy, great guy. Um, so worked for the company, stayed working for the company for almost like eight years. Uh-huh. Obachine, um closed down in about four years. So I went to. Uh, I started opening. They were opening other restaurants, their cafes, and they all had sushi bars because. Now you're in uh, late, late '90s, early 2000s. Sushi was the hottest. But day now yet. Rocco didn't come out of there knowing how to do the, the pastry end of sushi. No, did he, he was he was um, culinary. Yeah. He did he did you know ran the restaurants. Uh-huh. So when that closed, they sent him to um, look, look at how much you learned just by being like fuck it yeah I'll do it yeah, yeah. exactly Let's go the sous chef. <laughs> it's funny the sous chef there was kind of a friend of ours. Um, but he told me, he says, you know what? Being a white sushi chef, you'll never go anywhere in life. And this is back in 1990. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. And I wanted to prove him wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Throughout my career as a sushi chef, when I went to apply for a few positions, I, you know, they, they were, were like, like, oh, yeah, we're hiring, we're hiring. You're not a Tanaka. One of the guys in Hawaii. When I was, well, I'll jump forward real quick. But one of the guys in Hawaii, when I went over to go interview, he's like, yeah, we're hiring. I get in there and they look at me and they're like, "Oh, position filled." You know? Yeah. So it was yeah. like, yeah. Eh, you know, I, I experienced as a white dude, I experienced racism. You yeah. Know? Don't but, you remember that in Bloodsport <coughs> when he told him, he told Van Dam, "You are not Japanese. You are not a Tanaka." <laughs> Y'all don't remember that? Whatever. It's no. Movie I don't remember that. <laughs> Ish, Ish does. Shout out to Ish. Ish knows. So, so you, then, so didn't you go from Arizona to Hawaii? No. 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 So I was still with Wolfgang. Uh-huh. I went and opened um, one of his restaurants in Denver. Yeah. In um, Fort Lauderdale, and when you're opening them, you're opening them from a, the cooking side of things. Sushi, yeah, sushi. sushi. So we we're okay. opening sushi bars. There. So you was a white sushi chef. Yeah, yeah, I was the Great White Hope. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would Japanese people just come and stare at you? Like the Asian people, just like, oh wow. And, <clears throat> I've had many comments, yeah. in, you know, in my career. There, oh, I've never, I never knew white dudes could make sushi before. Yeah, I never knew white really? boys could play hood clubs. Same shit. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. you know, it, it's funny is. Most of the time, the guys behind the sushi bar are not even Japanese. They right. may be Filipino, they may mm-hmm. be Korean or Chinese, and you know it's just because they look Asian. Yeah. They think, oh, okay, they fit the part. Hey, my boy Fee was from Vietnam, and he he did it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Fee Yeah, Fee You just have a have to have a passion. You know what you're doing. You know. And you do it. Talk like talking to people. Yeah. You know, I'm towards the point where I don't like talking to people anymore. But that's just what we'll let Julie talk about that later. Julie hates talking to anybody. Especially you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you open up the restaurants in Denver. You do that. Yes. All right, and then then what? Then uh, Denver, uh, Fort Lauderdale. So when you're there, you training the cooks and shit like that? Training all the sushi chefs, um, training them, training, um, getting the restaurants set up. We're ordering. We're basically, you know, the restaurant's yeah. not open. So What do they pay you to do that back, back then? Back then it was probably like. Thirty thousand. Yeah, you know, and it's a lot of work. It's oh, it's a ton of work. What's the kitchen? What's the what's a what's a restaurant hour? What? So, I mean, back then it was probably fifteen to eighteen hours a, a day. <laughs> but check this out. This is I, I miss this whole part, and this is where we kind of lost. We're lost in translation nowadays. Uh-huh. Is 
both Rocco and I, when we worked for Wolfgang in, at Aubergine in 1998, if we were scheduled at 12 o'clock, we'd be there at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Prepping, uh-huh. getting everything done. And then so if we were scheduled at 12, we were probably meant to leave at 9, we'd be there until 12 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and we'd be working for free. Yeah. Not saying work you should go out and work for free, but we did that to get to where we are today. Exactly. We put in the extra hours. Kids nowadays, yeah. they don't yeah, want to yeah. do that. You, yeah. you can't even get them to come to work on time, Mm-mm. you know? So that, that work ethic is out the window. It's, it's not there anymore. It's crazy. Unless you can find some and it's, push the shit out of them. It's a diamond yeah. in the rough. Yeah. And it, it's once in a while. But, but if nowadays, you look at the grand scheme of things, you and Rocco was kind of diamonds in the rough back then. Because think about how many start culinary school and then don't do anything with it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I could tell you uh, each class, like my culinary class, I think there's 25 people. Maybe myself and one other person is still cooking. You know, there's car dealers and doing other crazy. things. It's it's. I guess it's like anything. But so it's you like know. any degree. Like some people mm-hmm. will go into yeah. something like I don't know, like pre med, and then just not even actually mm-hmm. lazy pieces of shit. It's a rough life. <laughs> it, it, it's a rough life. You just gotta f- figure out what works for you. Yeah, you gotta go for it. Yeah, <clears> you gotta <throat> figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. There's just no money in it. When you first will. start out, it's all huh? for, for the passion. Yeah. Across the table you figure you. out what works for you. It's all about what works for you. No, no, it's absolutely that. No, none of it can work for you. If you wanna, <laughs> success doesn't work for anybody right. except itself. You gotta power through all of it. Or, you know, whatever. Anyways, just figure out what works for you. <laughs> yeah, because if, if it works for you, then you'll be successful. Yeah. Because if you have that determination to be successful, you'll figure out a way to make it happen. You, yeah, you just have to be ready to stomach the fact that you're going to hear and have to do a lot of things that you may not think work for you yeah. until you power through them and figure out that it works for you. Like my 11-year-old daughter who didn't want to go to school today because she's getting over pink eye and has a cough. And I was like, mm-mm. Me and Kim's like, you got to go. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah. No, don't understand <laughs> why I don't feel good. Man, get your punk ass in the car. <laughs> Give everybody else pink eye. <laughs> nah, she's good. She got the drops. She's 24 hours in. There you go. So then you go from the Colorado to Hawaii? Uh, No. I go back to California working for Wolfgang. Okay. So I basically get brought back home because they stop opening restaurants. So now I'm working at Spago, and uh, we open um, <clears throat> a catering kitchen called Hollywood and Highland, and it's right there in Hollywood and Highland. If you guys go where the El Capitan Theater is, you guys been to L.A. with like no. it's like the Times Square of uh, L.A. Um, at the top of that, we had a huge catering kitchen. We basically built that up there, and I say we, Wolf, basically built that up there for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the chef that runs the Oscars Academy Awards. Um, and so, Spago is like his joint, right? That's like Spago the is his joint. That's yeah. that's the old school restaurant that's been there since early '80s, mm-hmm. even like maybe 1980, and it's still the place to go. Um, I mean, every time I go back, I try to hit it up once in a while, and it's 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 still great. You yeah. know, it, it, he does a great job. He does a great job, and he still has some of the best restaurants in um, California out there right now. Y'all ever ate at Emeralds? <laughs> No, uh-huh. we had one in Charlotte for a little bit there in South Park. Yeah, we yeah. ate there right, uh, yeah. right when we moved to town. Mm-hmm. There was just one right here uptown. Mm, I never went to that. I went to one yeah, they closed uh, right as right as we moved to town about ten years ago. Yeah. So yeah. then, all right. So then you do his restaurants, hang out. You you like get to hang out with him and shit like that. So yes. So yeah. when I get back there, um, now I'm kind of in the big leagues with him, Lee Hefner, and Matt Bensavenga. Um, those are kind of his lead chefs that run his culinary team, mm-hmm. kind of the position I'm in now for Fahrenheit. 
Did um, Rocco go these same places with you? Yes. Yeah. He, I think at this point, he was working there. At this point, he had took off and went back to Cleveland to start his own to start his own um, system. Gotcha. Uh, uh, restaurant. I got you. Okay. Um, so I was back there. This is now we're doing Adam Sandler's wedding, you know, because they need sushi chefs at all these places. Gwen Stefani with Gavin Rosdale's wedding. Um, you know, Bill Clinton at the Berk- Burkle's house. You know, I, I've cooked for everybody back in the day. And it yeah. was it was who, pretty cool because... Who was cool and who wasn't cool? I'm going to tell you, all the A-list people are cool. Yeah. And it's the B-list people that are dicks yeah. because they have to prove something. Right. Leave you know, so we would do a lot of things with friends, uh-huh. the friends cast at the time. Phoebe and David Schwimmer were kind of like dicks, but everybody else were cool, you know, yeah. because those are two were like the, uh-huh. you know, the B-list of the friends. But, um, you know, again, all the B-list people were, you know, had something to prove. Right. Um, but it's L.A. too. Everybody's mm-hmm. out there trying to prove something. And you uh, was out there slinging fish. Just slinging fish, <laughs> having a good time. Uh, at that point, I was living with my brother out there. He's out there. He's in the movie industry, uh, film industry. Um, he went to film school out there, so uh, he, I was living out there with him, and he's got a bunch of buddies out there. We were having a great time. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. So like, then, then what happened? Um, <clears throat> what I do? I think if we went to uh, <laughs> oh, I was uh, enticed by some friends to come back to Scottsdale, Arizona, to open a restaurant called uh, Blue Wasabi. It was a sushi bar, so we opened that up. Uh, in DC Ranch up in North Scottsdale. Yeah. Um, I think you might be familiar with that mm-hmm. area. And then uh, after that, we did that for about two years. I decided I wanted to go to Hawaii. Yeah. I always wanted to go to Hawaii because I grew up on a Jersey Shore surfing. Uh And, you know, that's the ultimate goal is get to Hawaii. So um, I went, uh, took a 10-day vacation out to Hawaii with my uh, girlfriend, who's my wife now, Dana. And uh, we loved it. And I said, let's go back and uh, move move here. Her Instagram name is Sushi Mom, right? Yeah, sushi mom. Because I'm a sushi chef, so back in the day. But she doesn't do sushi. No, no, no. She's the queen of sushi because she's yeah, my she's I my you. queen. You so know? you and her pack up, go to Hawaii for ten days. Yeah, we pack up, go to Hawaii for ten days, and decide we want to move out there. Uh-huh. Um, and we do. Uh, we go back. We both live separate homes. We both own homes, so we had to sell our homes. Luckily, I sold mine first, and then uh, I went out there. I went out there a little bit ahead of time, like two months, to get everything settled and set up home, a house, apartment, whatever we needed up there. And then uh, she came <clears throat> uh, two months later. And then we're in Hawaii, the big we, island. We moved to Waikiki. Okay. Right, centrally located in Waikiki. We yeah. wanted to li- live right in the middle of all the hustle, bustle, and bullshit. Um, Did you meet Dog, the bounty hunter? I met. <laughs> he was getting geared up around that. <laughs> so time. Uh, later on in the story, um, yes, I've met Leland on the Big Island, uh-huh. and then Sonny used to be our bouncer at the restaurant. If you've watched um, Dog the Bounty Hunter, yeah. Uncle Sonny uh-huh. was our bouncer. So, ah. Because. They don't make any money on yeah. that show. I mean, Dog yeah. and Leland might, but not Sonny. So then, know? so then you get out there, and you're where are you working at there? What was it called? So uh, it was called um, Sansei DK Kodama, uh-huh. one of the top chefs out there. Uh, great uh, Hawaiian chef. It was like him, DK Kodama, Roy, and um, Alan Wong were like the Hawaiian chefs that were building, doing, building up the Hawaiian cuisine, which it is now. Yeah, Hawaii is <clears throat> great. The food like is top notch nowadays. It's, pineapple, it's insane. Slamming. <laughs> it's I'm so excited to go. You get that white pineapple. Pineapple, oh yeah, it's different yeah. out there. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's different because well, most of those pineapples are all brought in from uh, the Bahamas. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. 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 Dole ships <laughs> them in. Most of those are all brought in. But you get those white pineapples mm-hmm. that are grown on the Big Island. Mm-hmm. And I know you were over there doing mm-hmm. a couple of events. <clears throat> Maybe um, that's what I had. The white ones. 
Yes. That was good. Yeah, all the locals. That's they'll they'll feed you that. Yeah. So then so then you so how long did you stay out there? Uh, we were there about six years. Did you get married there? We did. So yeah. we were in Waikiki, uh-huh. and uh, we were there for about a year and a half. And we took one of those um, cruises around the islands, you know, seven-day cruises around the island. And we went to the big island, and uh, we were out there, and uh, there was a restaurant that was closed down, aban- not abandoned, but closed down. And uh, there was a sushi bar downstairs as well that was closed down. And I uh, said to my wife, our girlfriend at the time, but wife now, um, I was like, we're going to open a sushi bar here. And she's like, no, we're not. <laughs> well, three weeks later, I signed a lease. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we moved over there. I moved over there about a month later, and uh, we started building the restaurant. It was called Sushi and Fuego. It was Japanese, uh, Japanese Latin infusion. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, it was went over great. Yeah. It went over great. So now we're pushing about two thousand, late two thousand six, two thousand seven. Um, it was great over there. We had place was busy. There was thirty six cruise ships a year, a month. That uh-huh. parked right out front. All those people came off the boat. They went and spent money on the islands. Money was flowing. Um, in 2009, the economy took a shit. Yep. Right? We all we all felt it back then. So those 36 cruise ships, there was one cruise ship a month mm-hmm. stopping off there. Everything was closing. So I said, uh, let's regroup. We probably could have stayed there. But I said, let's regroup and go back to New York. Um, so we did. We Is that where she's from? We're both from, yeah, uh, she's from New Jersey. We're both from New Jersey. I got but you. we met in Arizona. I got you. What was she doing out there? In Arizona? Uh-huh. Um, she was working as a bartender. She was working at one of my restaurants I got out you. in Arizona. You so. sly dog. I know. I met her, <laughs> I met her out there. I'm breaking all the rules. <laughs> all right, so then you take off and go back to New York. Take off, go back to New York. Um, we decide to go back to New York. Uh, we were more comfortable back there because, you know, 2009, we didn't know what was happening with, yeah. you know, everything going down. Um, so I started working at a place called, uh, for a company, and I started working for a company, um, the restaurant was called The Ainsworth. It's on 26th and 6th Street in Manhattan. Um, it's kind of like the 4040 Club. It was, yeah, I know uh, the Ainsworth. Ainsworth, yeah. Uh-huh. It's, um, it's like a, what the hell they call it? They used to call it a brew pub. Not a brew pub, um, gastro pub. Gastro pub, yeah, yeah. Word. I hated that word. What before. does gastro mean? <laughs> It's a fancy word for food, you know. It's gotcha. A, it's like a, a elevated bar yeah. food. Elevated, but we, we, yeah, exactly. Bar. It was I worked elevated, at one. <laughs> elevated bar I food. One but all, we yeah. did, we did, we made some great food there. It was fun. Um, it sat seven hundred people. Place was busy. We would do like one hundred ten thousand on a Saturday because it became a Bama bar. Yeah. Well, they made it a Bama bar. So Saturdays during the game, the place was insane. It was, and he had this tiny little kitchen downstairs, trying to bang out all these burgers and turkey burgers, especially turkey burgers in New York at the time. Um, it, it, What's it, it, he getting hype about? Turkey uh, burgers? Oh, I mean, I'm just hungry. <laughs> You're hungry? I know. Yeah, we should we should have made. We should have had a buffet. Yeah, yeah. like showcases. Uh, yeah, chef Instead, we're drinking Red Bulls yeah, and coffee. coffee. That's <laughs> real. That's what the real chefs do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, breakfast of champions. So you're working up in New York City. New York City, um, making chicken wings, and I got best chicken wings in New York up there. Yeah. I guess that's something to brag, yeah. brag about. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, want, I took a step back and I, you know, just wanted to think about things while I was there because it was all about fine dining, fine dining, fancy food. And I was like, let me try these other things. Um, so we, I worked up there and then uh, we got pregnant for my son. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, New York is expensive as hell. A little and bit. I wanted to have a backyard. Mm-hmm. I wanted, uh, you know, to be able to afford things. So I <clears throat> started applying for or looking for jobs and I was talking to Rocco, who's my buddy. He, you know, came out there and helped me open up uh, 
the Ainsworth when uh-huh. he, you know we we've always helped each other like when he opened up something I'd go help him for a week he'd help me for a week and um he said hey you know we're all opening um a restaurant down in Charlotte and uh you want to come down and check it out and I was like well where the fuck is Charlotte so, <laughs> <laughs> most people say that when he I literally had to get out the map and look in North Carolina and see where Charlotte was so I was like all right let me go down there and I was already interviewing for a position somewhere in San Antonio and for like a month mm-hmm. I spoke to them they flew me out there and uh, I came down here with the intention of maybe and not even probably taking a position because I didn't know it was, you know, I was probably going to take that other job. Yeah. It was a really good job. Um, and I came down here and I was like, oh, this is not bad, you know. So I kind of. What year was it? 2009, 10? Yeah. No, this was 13. 2013? Okay, 2013. So it, was, it was all right. <clears throat> yeah, it was all right. Yeah. It wasn't bad. The only thing that scared me was we were here at. 12 o'clock in the afternoon, uptown, and there was nobody walking around. And that, that's, They're all that working. Was, yeah. I was like, where is everybody? How are we going to get people to up, down three streets and up to the 21st floor? I was a little nervous yeah. about that, but I said, you know what? I'll take a chance. Yeah. So I told them, let's do it. Um, we opened 2000, 2014 in March. Did he already have the Fahrenheit up in Cleveland? Yes. All right. So Fahrenheit in Cleveland is this year is like their 22nd year. And we're actually opening a new Fahrenheit. We're moving that Fahrenheit to downtown to a uh, 12,000 square foot restaurant. Ooh, cool. It's going to be a little bit bigger yeah. than this. It's going to be two stories. It's a beautiful restaurant. Beautiful restaurant. It'll be open in June. <clears throat> so then you open up we op- Fahrenheit and Charlotte. We open up Fahrenheit, Charlotte, and it was overnight success. Um, it, was, it was insane. I've never seen anything this busy before. It's been 10 years. Year over year, we're busier, busier, and busier. We probably never had anybody who knew how to cook before then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fried scr- yeah. scrambled eggs. <laughs> well, I mean, when we first Canned got here, sausage. there was a lot of uh, chain, chain restaurants, but there's some yeah. great, yeah. there's some good chefs in this town. You what, know? what are so, what were some of the other restaurants that you liked when you got down here first? Oh, let's see, Heirloom Clark Clark Barlow. I don't um, know where that is. <clears throat> it's not there anymore. Oh. He. Um, he was up kind of near the Mountain Island Lake area. I got he you. did a lot of uh, local North Carolina dishes. Everything was from North Carolina. He did a pretty good job. He was a good good guy. But I guess he got out of the business and moved to um, Oregon. I think he's uh, foraging shrooms now. <laughs> what do y'all think contributed to your success down here? Us? Yeah. I mean, the view, consistency, and, uh, you know, putting out a great product in the view. and It just, I, we, do, we do a good job. Yeah. We do a good job. Do a really good job. Was like it, you said, there wasn't a lot of great was it a lot restaurants. Of work? There wasn't. And it's like all chain, like you said. It was all chains. Mm-hmm. And then there was probably, you know, 10, 10 chefs that came, you know, that were all coming out at the same time. Chris Coleman. Um, trying to think of these other guys. A uh, bunch of guys. Uh, I can't even think right now. Jamie Lynch. You know, those guys were here um, doing a good job. And you, they're all doing well. So know, then, you, so, so you got here. You guys opened up that monster <clears throat> upstairs mm-hmm. what what was the game plan the game plan to uh, get long-term game plan the, no to the game plan to get all those people to go two blocks down and up 21 <laughs> floors i mean that you figured it well, out well <laughs> i mean we you know we we were going to do some sorts of uh, food happy hours we we're going to have all these great you know mm-hmm. specials going on we really didn't need to do anything. Just it's opened up, promoted. We opened up, promoted, and I mean, we do a little bit of advertising here and there. And you and him was in the kitchen, <clears throat> chefing yeah, it we up. Yeah, we were in the kitchen, chefing it up. Um, Who's better, you or him? It depends. Japanese, <laughs> Japanese wise, uh-huh. me. Uh, pace, Italian, Mediterranean, him, hands yeah. down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chicken <clears throat> wings, you. Chicken yeah. wings, me. Yeah. 
You know, uh, we had we're, we're both good at, uh, at certain things. Uh-huh. You know, where did you learn how to do that pig when you did the barbecue? Oh, the whole pig. Who teaches that? Um, I just think that was uh, years and years of what, learning barbecue. What's the and... craziest shit you ever cut into? <laughs> so, in in Hawaii, the fishermen. You know, you go out, you go out uh, fishing on those fishing boats. Uh-huh. You, the guys don't take the fish home. The captains keep the fish. Yeah. So those captains would call us and be like, hey, Dave, I got a 400-pound ahi tuna or I got a 1,000-pound <laughs> marlin. And I'm like, all right, and it's a dollar a pound or 50 cents a pound, you know, and it's like, we'll take it. We'll use it for sushi, and then we would take it and um, freeze the rest of it and turn it into fish tacos and shit like that. So, you know, four or 500-pound tuna on the top of the – on top of on top floor, we were out in the patio. We'd have a tarp down, and I basically had like a katana, and I'm sitting there cutting it, <laughs> oh cutting God. through it. And my sushi chef has a hose spraying all the blood and everything. <laughs> that's is probably the fi- one is of the, the fish still moving. No, no, oh, no, it's no. dead. It's been dead for a while. But that's probably one of the you know, cool. craziest things I've cut into. I mean, I, I don't I've know, eaten. man. When I saw that pig head, that shit was wow. That remember when you had the pig head? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When we, we did the uh, the whistle pig bourbon event. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And you had the whole pig's head. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing you were DJing. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, just like pulling the fucking shit off of it. That's, oh, that's yeah, yeah. It's a pig picking. Yeah. Take pig. the pig, you stick it on, you know, skewer it on both ends, put it on a spit, and then get those hot coals of all the mm-hmm. hard wood underneath and let it spin for about 12 hours. It's delicious. It I remember apart. when I was a little kid, we were at the lake and they were doing a pig picking and this, one of our, the people, our neighbors, he told me, he goes, there was a dog down there named Rusty and he was like, Dwayne, that's Rusty up there. And the pig <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So if y'all ever wonder why I'm so fucked up, that's how I grew up. PTSD. Yeah. That's freaking hilarious. Now, uh, now, I got some questions, and I'm sure they have some questions about cooking mm-hmm. and chef in it, because I want to know, why does Mexican food make your stomach burn? The chilies. So what is that? What Do y'all learn about all that kind of stuff in there? Well, I mean, why? Do, well, let me ask you this. What, don't you have a problem with your stomach? Doesn't everybody make your stomach burn? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm celiac. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I Mexican food doesn't make my stomach burn, yeah. but I, I don't go and eat the spicy. I don't do spicy food anymore. No? Nah. Um, I was out in California, I don't, I don't know, a couple months ago, and we were at this uh, Mexican place, and my little nephew, who's seven years old, we got this nacho tower, and they had uh, seven different salsas, fire to mild. And the mild and the fire looked exactly the same. Well, he decided to switch them up, and I wasn't paying attention. He got me. Did it light you up? Oh, it lit me up. And then I knew what he was doing, and I thought I was getting the, spi- uh, the mild again, and he changed it on me again, and so he got me twice. Next day, my stomach was killing me. Both, is, I, it was fire all around. Is that like that one chip <laughs> challenge type type of heat? Uh, I'm not doing that. You ever you ever I you ever seen about. a Carolina Reaper? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, we were growing them in the backyard. The one chip challenge, man. Chet and those guys yeah. were doing it when we were opening par. They were yeah. sitting there eating. Them. Oh, <laughs> they're, they're tough. That's yeah, no, I can't not. do that. So, but the Carolina Reaper is it is is it synthetically made or is that something else? Uh, I'm pretty What's sure that? it's like uh, they bred it. Uh-huh. Yeah. They bred that. So they probably, you know, and, and again, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that they had two different types of chilies. They, you know, cross-pollinated. The chilies fucked. Exa- they fucked, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's how they got that. I, but you know, don't quote me on that. You know you know how to make any, like, Palestinian dishes? No. No? <laughs> what, 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 what's, like, the big food? I'm ja- I'm classically trained what's, Japanese. What's, what, what, did, what did Mom Julie make? Grape leaves, stuffed grape leaves. Stuffed grape leaves. What were they stuffed with? 
um, seasoned beef and rice. Oh, that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Now, what? How do y'all cut it? What? West, well, the hollows are cut. What's the different cuts with the the religions or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? How some? Oh, could, like halal, like kosher. Kosher yeah. halal, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't get. What? No. How did? How did? How did Palestine cut it? Muslims. Yeah, yeah Muslims. So yeah, it's like a halal cut. So it's kind of like you pray over the like pray for uh-huh. the. The animal before it's ethically cut. So, so it's them not dudes like, in the halal trucks is praying over them animals. No, like they get the meat sourced <laughs> from like a halal butcher before they kill it. Yeah, before they kill it. Yeah, that's what that means. means. Yeah, gotcha. So yeah. it's like when you kill whatever animal uh-huh. that you're gonna use the meat for, you do it in an ethic ethic way to not prolong any pain. I got you. And you pray like before you do it. So that's, that's what halal means. That's what yeah. makes it halal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. Learn so halal means you pray over the meat before. It's just yeah, and yeah. it's and the animal is. Where in America in a, we just run yes, through the machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See the yeah. Tyson trucks. Just yeah. You ever seen him shoot a? Y'all ever seen him shoot a cow? No. A with a with a the, the rod, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah or stick them or stick them in that thing and they just slice their necks right wide open. Yeah, that's not halal. Yeah, Ugh. so it's. Like, I missed that day at culinary school. They did take them. They don't do it anymore. They took them all to a um, a slaughterhouse and let you learn. And they learned. I missed that day. That's but yeah, some of those girls I heard came back. They were white, like. Sick. <laughs> That's hardcore shit. Yeah. You can go to like any of the Arabic stores around here, and they have butchers. Like they have halal butchers. Like it was hardcore shit, just working in my buddy's chicken farms and shit like that. And they cut the lights on and off to make mm-hmm. them produce eggs quicker. Oh really? Yeah, because an egg, a chicken, to produce an egg, mm-hmm. like what it thinks is to be every twenty-four hours. So they'll cut the lights off and make them think it's nighttime and throw the lights back on and give them to lay more eggs. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So then, then I had a question. Tell us if if you was toe to toe with Bobby Flay, who's who's winning? It depends what we're cooking. Again, sushi. Anything Japanese, I think I'll win. You think you take yes. it? Yes, and I know we've you and we've talked yeah. about this before, and I've told you that. Well, anything Japanese, I think I will. Anything. I'm actually doing an event with him next week uh, at the Super Bowl. So tell me this: yeah. what makes what makes Bobby Flay like what made him so good at cook, like being a grill master? Is it that hard to? It's marketing. Grill? It's, it's market. marketing. It's all marketing, yeah. man. He. Right place, right time, and great yeah. for him. Yeah. You know, good for him. Just like Guy. Yeah. Guy's a great guy. He's a good chef. But who's it's guy? all who's Guy Fieri. Oh, Fieri, yeah. you know, blonde the, guy? Is that the blonde hair? Yeah, the blonde yeah. hair guy. You know, that guy just got paid $80 million on his new contracts for his food network. Yeah, he's doing all right. You know? Yeah. For dives they, and drives. They love him. Yeah, yeah diners, yeah. drives, uh, guy's grocery game, all that. You know? And then what about homeboy, the Hell's Kitchen guy? Chef Ramsey. Chef Ramsey. Ramsey. He does pretty damn good himself. What's, he, his, what's his story? Just He's... Got quite a few restaurants overseas or in England and overseas. He's a couple here, um, yeah. and people love watching him yell. Right. You know, people love that. <laughs> yeah. You can't really get away with that anymore here in the kitchen. It's kind of, uh, that's the way we were all brought up. Right. Yelling, screaming, mm-hmm. shit thrown at us. Um, <laughs> people are soft now. Yeah, that's how my, hair tra- uh, my, my, my haircut training was like getting hit with combs and shit like that. Well, yeah. chefs I used to work for would berate. I mean, people would leave Throw the, the plates down? And, oh, yeah. He's like throwing plates down in front of people. What is this? Yeah. Oh, I've done it. We've done it. We've all done it. But you, again, nowadays, you, you, they're going to walk out. They're going to go crawl yeah. in the corner. You know, it's not worth it. Then you got to go rub them on the back. Yeah, exactly. It's not I didn't worth mean it. Get your worse in the fucking kitchen. <laughs> we ain't got time for this weak-ass shit. You see all them tables out there? <laughs> Meanwhile, Roche is texting me, stop being a pussy. Yeah. Whip, whip your dick out. Like, okay. <laughs> Literally on Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> I got a text that I would text him like, you stop being a pussy and whip your dick out and fucking do what you're supposed to do. Manny is timid. Manny is, is a timid individual. He's a timid young man. Sometimes Reserve, you Reserved. Get, get him some tequila and he's not. Yeah. 
He's like the Indian dude on uh, Big Bang Theory. You know, like he can't yeah. talk to girls until he drinks. Starts drinking. And then, he can, then he's wide open. <laughs> then it's like a whole different person. So, all right. So now tell us about. Uh, all right. So then Fahrenheit and then you guys open up Para. Yeah. Right. So what was. It's a completely different. Fahrenheit is. You would classify it as what. What is it? Fahrenheit is uh, gastro. No, 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 <laughs> no gastro. Nope. It's, uh, That's the only one I eat there. We, we, we do. It's like an American regional uh, uh, yeah. cuisine. Let me tell you. Let me tell you all story right fast. So I was do. I did that barbecue thing, and then I did the nighttime at Fahrenheit. This is before I knew I was celiac, and I had they had they have the most delicious fucking pizza there, and I ate a whole big pepperoni pizza, and then like all of a sudden I just get like thirsty, and I am chugging fucking water like gallons of it and what's the what's the bartender's name that works at par now latin girl uh, what, carmen yeah she was like what is going on i was like i don't know i'm just and then about two hours into my set at nighttime it's just like <laughs> <laughs> oh it was bad news bears after that i'm so glad i figured out that i had that shit because they're better yeah oh you god it makes yourself. a world of difference i just was in their bathroom destroying it. And they only got that one bathroom because yeah. it's kind of like a fancy restaurant. Yeah. Like, oh, it's always like, where's Roche at? He's fucking blowing up the bathroom. Yeah. Just go shitting in the bathroom. Just go by the, by the pool. <laughs> Is there a bathroom? Yeah, like by that pool area and yeah. on the roof. Oh, I didn't know that. Go down yeah. to the 10th floor. There's, I've done that before. Nice, yeah, I've done, nice the, I've done, the, I've done the, the single stall 10th floor. Go to the pool one and just put like a stall. Yeah. This is put that broken. Put yeah. that <laughs> broken. <laughs> put that broken. That's poop toilet. But yeah, no, the 10th floor is like where you go. And I've done the lobby one too. Yeah. The lobby all downstairs. You have music going down there. I feel like you need to just carry around like that poopery. Poopery. Oh yeah. Actually, it should be built onto me and just shoot out. It really, yeah. The the automatic. (laughs) Just and then you can just poop for freely. All right. So uh, now tell us. So what was what? What's the cuisine at Fahrenheit called? Uh, Let's go with American regional. It's got and definitely an Asian kick. American regional with an Asian kick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a great chef there. He um, Justin Liu. He's Mm -hmm. from um, Hawaii. Yeah. And uh, he he's been there for a year year and a half now, and doing That's a great the job. The dark hair boy, yeah, yeah. the the short uh-huh. guy. Um, he's doing a great job. Um, and you know that's that's the type of food we've been doing from day one. Yeah. But he just comes in and compliments us, right? And you then know. and then you open up Para, and then open up Para with uh, the boys, um, Chet and Ricky and uh, Jigs, and we opened that. It's been open up a year. Uh, last week we've and been that, open a year, and that menu is. What that is Japanese or not? That's Asian. That's yeah. an Asian uh, menu. Yes, and, but an Asian covers Indian all of Asia. And all uh, yeah, of India. India. Yeah, because India is part of Asia. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that yeah. covers Lam- all Lam- that slap. Oh, those are great. Yeah. Those are really good. Um, the the watermelon to t- tartar. So you like, know. so like working in the kitchen, y'all y'all just y'all eating shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All I do is graze. Look at that belly, you know? So I've been working out. <laughs> Listen, what, what's the, what, you ever done like any like crazy kitchen shit like waiting, like the waiting movie, like spitting people's foods and stuff like that back in the day? No, like, I, I just, no. I've yeah. never. You ever dropped a steak on the ground and put it on a plate? No, I have never done that. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I've always thought if you're not going to serve it to, to your grandma or once you have a kid, if you're not going to uh-huh. serve it to your kid, and this is what mm-hmm. I tell my staff, don't do it. So you ain't got any kind of stories like that? No, not not a spitting or... You ain't you ever know. dropped no gum in the rice no. bowl? No. <laughs> no. No. Now, okay, I do have a story. Yeah, here we <laughs> go. All right. Yeah. So, Pull it we out. Were, uh, Finally. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in... Um, working for... 
Mm-hmm. And we're doing an event, and it's, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars a plate. Mm. So we put all, it's it's steak and lobster. We put all the food out, everybody's out. And they said, everybody, at the end, when you put, you know, you're feeding 2,500 people, is everything done? Yes. Everything's done? Yes. So um, I guess they started letting the staff eat. Staff ate everything. And then um, probably 15 minutes after that, they're like, the guy who's running the event needs food. He didn't get his food, and they're freaking out. And there's no fucking steak. There's no lobsters or anything together. Oh no! So um, you run down to Mickey D's? No, there was probably some half-eaten food, and I might have cut. We we might have cut it up and yeah. made it look uh, yeah. presentable, yeah, 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 yeah. and sent it out there. And he never knew. And did he, he never knew mm-hmm. the difference. He's like this is delicious. <laughs> God, what y'all do to this? And, yep. Sorry, chewed. Is that lipstick? There's there's a lot of stories on. Now, some of them I can't tell here, but here's another one I'll tell you. Is um, hopefully nobody's in eight there and listening. But um, we had a kosher kitchen there. Uh-huh. So when you're talking about kosher kitchen, you have to have, we had a rabbi. It was a separate kitchen. Yeah. And you'd have to have a rabbi um, come in. He would unlock it. And you'd only allow certain foods in there. They would have to bless it and go through all this mumbo jumbo basically to make it uh, kosher. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, when uh, we would forget things, uh, we would be, we were allowed to bring a garbage can in and out. So we just, <laughs> it was a clean garbage yeah. can, but we would just take the garbage bag out of the garbage can, stick it in the bottom of the garbage can, put the garbage bag in, and we would just run things back and forth yeah, through there. Keep, it, keep it moving. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, no, nobody knew yeah. the difference. You know, I mean, it's not that bad. That but, happens you know, all yeah. across the world. <laughs> that happens everywhere. That's like like bar. You ever like, you ever served a dirty glass? You ever served a drink in a dirty glass? Probably. Yeah, of course. Fuck out of here. You ever poured a drink and not put the alcohol in it? Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah, because when you try to cut somebody off and try to explain to them why they're cut off and they want to argue, it's just like, here's your vodka cranberry, all cranberry, it's on me. Yeah. And they you don't do know. Like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, like, they, oh, they, the bartender loves me. She gave me a free drink. It's amazing. It's how all they juice. Under, they don't know. Because they're yeah. so drunk that mm-hmm. they don't know. They can't tell. So it saves me a lot but, of trouble having to explain mm, that. Vodka cranberry, that's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? One of your wildest customer bartender stories that you gave Jeez. up? I don't know. You can't put me on the spot like this. I'm trying to like think. Like somebody harassing. Well, I worked at Southside. Um, this girl didn't think I was serving her fast enough, and I told her I was like, "I'm working down the line. Yeah, I'll get to you when I get to you. Just give me a second And she just starts freaking out on me. She's like, oh, "I was here first. Blah 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 blah. I was like. Go to somebody else, because at this point, I'm not going to serve you at all. So she reaches over the bar and knocks over all the drinks that oh, I'm hell. making on me. Oh, hell. I started climbing halfway across the bar. <laughs> I was just like, no, uh-uh, this is not happening right now. We were, we were down one bartender. We were completely slammed. And I'm, like, climbing on the bar and to fight this girl. It, she's making it all about her. Yeah, so I'm, like, looking for security. I'm like, somebody get this girl out of my face, because yeah. I will... Halal, this bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they took her, they kicked her out, and then she ended up getting arrested outside because she, um, she like fought one of the cops that was outside. What a dummy. Jeez, yeah. Man. So. What? What? What's the? You got any like crazy customer stories? Like this is trash. Take it away. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do. <sighs> Look at his <laughs> like, eyes. What, what night he's of like, the which week? Which one? <laughs> what? I mean, listen. You're going. You're, you're every day. You're going to. Yeah. But the numbers, especially the numbers we do. On a Friday and Saturday night, you're there. You see, we do six, seven hundred covers. 
you're gonna the expectation is one percent, two percent are gonna complain. So yeah. you always get one or two people. Oh, this is not cooked right. Or I love when they send steaks back and they cut the side. We ask them to cut into the middle and they mm-hmm. cut the side and they're like. This is overcooked. I'm like, well, motherfucker, if you would cut down the middle, <laughs> yeah, you would yeah, see it's a perfect yeah. medium you cut, rare. You cut the right you know? spot. Believe me. I um, I, I had a restaurant <clears throat> in Hawaii, my restaurant in Hawaii on the Big Island. We were getting slammed. It was a Saturday night. And uh, this lady was giving the servers a hard time. And we were making our food. And uh, it was sushi. You know, you know, you go to a sushi place. It takes a little bit longer for sushi than uh-huh. because everything is individual. You're making each roll individually. So... Um, we make the we make the food and again she's bitching the whole time and actually made the server cry, so I took and I, the food was ready, I get ready to take the uh, give the server the food and she's like oh no she doesn't want it now, and I was like no that's not happening so I took the food out there and I threw the food on the table and Ooh, I'm like listen your okay. food's here you're gonna eat the fucking food and you're gonna pay for the food. And she just looked at me and started crying. She ate the food and tipped her 20%. <laughs> See, <there. laughs> See, sometimes, sometimes you got to whip your dick out, man. You just got to yeah, put people in their place. <laughs> exactly. That's funny that she cried. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I asked you, can you cut the blowfish? Tell us the story behind that. I want the whole, the whole Shazam. So the story behind blowfish is the closer to the liver. First off, I learned about this from the Simpsons. I was going to say, is that where you learned about it from the Simpsons? Tasty fish, tasty fish. No, poison fish, poison fish, tasty fish. Yeah. Oh, I know the Simpsons too. We could sit there and watch Simpsons all day long. (laughs) So how does this work? The blowfish show up? Are they? No. No. Um, The blowfish that you get here in America. So basically, let me give you the backstory. Blowfish. The closer you cut to the liver, there's a toxin, and it's supposed to give you some sort of a buzz. Um, if you cut into that liver, you release the toxins too much, and it'll put you into a catatonic state. And it doesn't really even kill you, but it kind of almost where you get the zombies um, back in Haiti. That's yeah. kind of where this comes from is, you know, they were eating blowfish. and What are the zombies? Back Well, this, this is where they say yeah. zombies came from was – Back in the day in Haiti, they were burying people alive because they were eating these blowfish, but they were in a catatonic state, and then they would bury them, and then it would come back and crawl out of the friggin' ground. Or Yo! It's like that, that, that what is it, like Yes, I, I, like, I don't, you can pronounce it better than I can. I think it's tetrodotoxin. Yeah, tetra, I can't even say it now. What's she saying? Tetrodotoxin. Tetra some more. I can't even say it now. In the U.S., you're not really even supposed to be serving that. They do. You can buy um, prefabbed uh, blowfish, which I have had, and they've already cut the liver out. Uh-huh. And then I've had, uh, I went to a sushi bar um, with my sensei, the Fuji guy, um, in Manhattan Beach, and we had blowfish. This was probably like early 2000. And they had a blowfish that they, I don't know if they caught it or what, but they cut it out and we had it. And I didn't feel anything. Right. Tastes like white fish and ponzu. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, the, but, it, it, but the real deal, pulling a blowfish out of the water is the serious business. Yeah. 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 But I've never done that. So they can catch a buzz, but a canatonic state, they just kind of like pass out? No, it like puts you out where your heart yeah. like, it's Stop still going, it. but it's going so slow that they think you're dead. Yeah. Oh, you're in a coma. I got you. Yeah, basically yeah. putting you in a coma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that putting poison that some yeah. people use. Like, it's, oh, ah. yeah. 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 So, but, serve somebody blowfish. But I'm good. Good. <laughs> so, is it like The Simpsons? Is the when they cut the liver part? Is they blow it up and they? Psh- no, shh. that's a cartoon. Okay. <laughs> so it's just a regular looking blowfish. He's poison fish, poison fish, yeah. tasty fish. He's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then they cut him. And, yeah. Did yeah. you see how he ate the fish too? He just throws yeah. it in his mouth and keeps They don't, the fish doesn't move when he keeps eating it too. Yeah. <laughs> that's how many times I've watched that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You gotta see that episode. It's legend. Yeah, I, I need to. Legendary shit. I grew up on that shit. Me too. It's the greatest yeah. show ever made. Hands down. And it's yeah. still going. It's still it's I insane. I can't it's insane. Still that's how you know that's how you know it's a psyop. That's how yep. you know the fucking CIA government's they're backing it. <laughs> CIA? Yeah. Huh? The movie? The Simpsons movie? Yeah. Yeah. It was decent. You can just start with series one and just go through the whole shebang. And you can see how they evolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It goes back all the way back to Tracy Ullman. Yep. Yeah. She started it, it with Saturday Night Live, right? What, no. Or, no, what, what show? Tracy Ullman show. Yeah, the Tracy Ullman show, yeah. yeah. And so it was on it was Sunday a, nights mm-hmm. and then... Tracy Ullman show and it was a skit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. fucked up looking and shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so now, okay, we got through Para. We did Fahrenheit. We Now you tell us about this, sto- this show, the, the show that you wanted to Grandma's Boy. Yeah. Grandma's Boy. So <clears throat> we've been working on a show. Came up with this uh, idea for a show. It's called Grandma's Boy. So all of us have or had a grandma at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, grandmas are most of the reasons why chefs are cooking. Everybody loves their grandma's cooking. So we thought, why not make a show where we bounce from state to state, city to city, and meet all these grandmas, and they teach us their heirloom recipe. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. <clears throat> so... Uh, <clears throat> we filmed the pilot show, and uh, we're actually uh, shopping it to a couple of studios right now. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we can get it up and running here in the next year or so. You mean um, any hot grandmas? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Any but gilfs? if we do, any I, will, I will bring you in on that. <laughs> What'd you your know? grandmama make? What's, what's your grandmama make? The um, grandma that you pinned the money off of and told her that you were buying a laptop for school, but you were buying one for DJ. Oh, my mom's mom. Um, <laughs> she would probably make probably like a Mexican dish. Um, no shit. Which yeah. one? Um, I don't know. That's hard. Probably like mole. Mole. Oh, yeah. Mole like chicken? Mole. or Yeah, yeah. with chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like mole. Yeah. Pol- mole pollo. Pollo mole. I like that's mole. Good. It takes good. a long time to make. It's got chocolate in it. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. It's, it's delicious. Really it's really good stuff. And what your grandma making the grape wraps? Grape leaves, yeah. Grape leaves. Mm. Grape leaves. So, what's a grape leaf? <laughs> actual grape leaf, like like when grapes grow on the vines, the leaves. So they take them down and. Um, really that big? Mm-hmm. They're pretty big, yeah. Mm-hmm. They take them down, you pickle yeah. them. They. Uh, yeah. 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 My grandma beef tips on rice. Hell yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Chicken and biscuits. Biscuits and gravy. Yep. Burnt scrambled eggs and canned Bur- sausage. That was just kind of my own thing. Like I just, <laughs> I was the only one that liked them like that. Uh. But beef tips on rice was like the main one in her biscuits, homemade biscuits. Well, some of the grandmas giving up on the thing. Uh, so we, we filmed one episode, and uh, she is from Siberia, Russia, mm-hmm. and she made borscht. borscht. Borscht is uh beet, like a beet soup, and it was it was delicious. Um, I went in there thinking one thing, and, you know, maybe it's kind of like a beet gazpacho, and I actually learned from her, and, you yeah. know. Um, the, the concept of the show is, <clears throat> so we go in there, and the first part of the show is – Grandma tells us her recipe, her life story, you know. And then the second part of the show is we go back to the restaurant and try to replicate either her version or make our version. And then she brings in her grandpa and the family, and they taste our our versions and um, basically blindfolded. Yeah. She doesn't know who's who and says who's the grandma's boy. Like, they pick yeah. the winner. Uh-huh. Um, so Did you I, win? Uh, you got to watch it. I just uh-huh. sent it to you. Okay. So you can What's uh, she like? But they like your your recipe not good. <laughs> That's Japanese chef, not okay. Russian. So she was. Um, like, so she was like, if he dies, he dies. If he dies, <laughs> he dies. <laughs> yes, it was like God. Ivan Drago. Did you know good? Cut yes, all wrong. You make it. Do you like, understand all these movies he's talking about? Like, no. you so cut, he's talking you, about Rocky. You cut like <laughs> pussy. 
<laughs> yeah, Rocky Ford, the Russian. Ivan yeah. Drago. If he dies, yeah. if he dies, he dies. Talking about Apollo Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fight for me. I just take a shot of vodka. Have you yeah. watched uh, King of Tulsa? Yeah, I like it. That's I like a good King show. Tulsa, yeah. That's a, not to jump around, yeah. but yeah, because uh, like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah, pretty he's, good show. He's back with that one. That's Yeah, that's definitely. You guys need to check that out. Good that's mob, a, good mobster movie. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a mobster and he gets... He's a band of misfits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you check that out. So, and you and Rocco were doing this show together. Yes. Right? Yeah, 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 we're doing that show together. Who do you think, who's better on the camera, you or Rocco? Who's more? Who's Rocco has more experience. Um, he knows, uh, he's definitely got more experience than what's, me. What, 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 what's your character role? For the show? Yeah. I mean, we both, we both like guy, are the host. Guy yells at people. Emerald goes, bam! Yeah. Um, what, are you, what are you gonna give him? I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know if I've fallen into that. that yet. You need to get everything. You need to. You need to turn everything into a conspiracy. Yeah, everything's a conspiracy. Yeah. That'd be fucking hilarious. The Earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if like everything somehow went off into some fucking random ass crazy ass shit? Oh, yeah. And Rock was like, "Will you shut the fuck up?" <laughs> I mean, Anyways. basically, you watch the show. That's what it is. And I, he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" You know, telling stories, talking shit. So this, so if if you guys do this, uh, it, it'll be. I mean, that's a full time gig. You'll be city to city. Eh, you know, you get you could film it. What in a couple city of was she in? This the, was in Charlotte. We filmed okay. everything in Charlotte. I got you. Oh, so you got you got enough grandmas here to pull from. <clears throat> well, we started out with that. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, you gotta go to like down. The, you need to go like Statesville. Oh yeah, South. Yeah. We'll, we'll, it, I'm sure we'll be Hall able to pull River. grandmas from all over the place. Yeah, you can go to meet all your grandmas. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you know Solo, Andre Solo, our videographer? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. his mother. Okay, cool. So he video, he yeah. did the, all the video and producing uh -huh. or um, editing of it, and that was his mother. I got you. So it it all, it all worked out fine. She's <laughs> she's I can't she's wait. great. Can't his father needs it. his own show on his own. He's hilarious. He's like Yakov Smirnoff or something. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. What, what, why is he funny? What does he do? Just the way he talks, and he's like kind of a comedian. You yeah. Know? Yeah, he just talks shit. And that, when you watch that, I need you to watch that. You, you, yeah. You'll understand why. I'm going to put it on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, mirror, mirror it on the big TV so I can see it. Nice. Put that link up when you post this up, too. You know? I will. If, so I can share it to everybody? Yeah, okay. yeah, you're fine. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I already have it all copyrighted through the Writers Guild, so we're good. Now, so now you, you get uh, what's what's your wife? Your wife? What she do? Um, she is our controller for Fahrenheit. What does so that, that mean? Basically, the accountant. I got you. So is she schooled that. in that, or is she just she learn went to school for art and photography? Uh huh. Yeah. I think you told me that. Yeah. And then your little boy is how old now? He is eleven years old. And what's what's he getting into? I see him play the piano. He's a piano gamer. I mean, I guess all kids play games yep. nowadays. It's mm -hmm. like you can't get YouTube out of their mm -hmm. fucking hand. Mm -hmm. um, but he's he's a good kid. He's uh, in all um, like Cambridge classes. Smart, smart, smart as hell. I don't know where that came from. Well, she's uh, probably pretty smart. Yeah, it's probably from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, golf. He plays golf. Oh, good. Piano. Uh, he's a good kid. He does. He does. Yeah. Does she play golf? No, I do. You do? Yeah. What other hobbies do you have? You snowboard? Snowboard. We just went snowboarding. She skis. We snowboard. They ski. I snowboard. Um, we boat. We got a boat. We go out in a boat. Um, Where do you go snowboarding? We were just up in Beach, this, uh, which is close. You know, Sugar yeah, yeah. and Beach is the closest mm -hmm. yeah. place to go. Um, but too. wherever, anywhere, mm -hmm. you know. I'd like to get up to a snowshoe, but I think it's – we're going to Italy in Two three weeks from now, so Damn. I think my ski season is going to be kind of shut down when I get back because <laughs> we don't get back. You know how you said y'all call all those tours the that you call them what was it beanies? 
Bennies. 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 The tourist Bennies. Yeah. yeah. In Lake Tahoe, they call them cods. Cods. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> cods. They had, the so, they had so much slang out there. They this one guy uses for tonar. Oh, really? Like totally gnarly fused together. Jesus Christ. They would say cods, <laughs> fucking cods, and gapers. What gapers. The hell is that? Because they just look at, they just drive real slow oh, and look at everything. Yeah. The fucking gapers and checking the cods. That, checking yeah. everything yeah. out. Yeah. But, co- but cod come from old codgers. You know what I mean? Like, you ever heard that's a South thing? Fucking no. old codgers. Yeah. Codgers. Y'all don't know none of this shit? No, mm-hmm. man. We learn new terminology every week here Where are on you the from? podcast. Where are you from? I'm from Raleigh. Raleigh, okay. Yeah. Where are you from? I was born in Jersey. Where about? Passaic. We're just Jersey. getting. We're almost done with this podcast, and you now saying you're from Jersey. Yeah, yeah. he don't we talk. We've been talking shit the whole time. Yeah, he, <laughs> he just doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, so I was born in Passaic, New Jersey, it's North Jersey. Yeah, I know where it's at. Um, pretty shitty, you know. And then, um, is any part of Jersey dope? Where yeah, I'm from is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, the beaches. Some of the best beaches in the world are in New Jersey, and people are gonna be like, "What the fuck is he saying?" I'm telling you. Yeah, it's the beaches in you. New Jersey are great. <laughs> Once you get past Exit 80, like Seaside Exit, like uh-huh. when you get down to Island Beach State Park and all the way down, it's they're beautiful. You have dunes there. It looks like uh, the Outer Banks. Yeah, you know, it's like the Outer Banks all the way down. Now, hmm. now let's talk about. So whenever COVID hit and the restaurants closed up, you took the uh, the uh, food truck. No. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure you did that. But I'm saying, like, when I started coming up there to DJ. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. You were like, we got liquor. Yes. And we got an area. Let's open up and throw a party. Yep. Yeah. Dinner parties. Yeah. And now you guys keep DJs. Yes. How does that, do you, what kind of role do you think that plays, like, with the restaurants and the vibe? (laughs) I mean, uh, I, I think it's great vibe having you guys up there. Um, it was, I don't even know why we waited until COVID for yeah. it to happen, but it was a good move during COVID because the clubs weren't open, the bars were not mm-hmm. allowed to be open. So, mm-hmm. you know, we were down in Miami and they were doing uh, party dinners is what yeah. they were called. So it was basically, you could eat dinner, sit in your spot and have a DJ and party right. at the same time. So that's why we we're like, hey, let's do this. And it, it really worked out. Um, now having you guys up there, it's, it's a great vibe, yeah. you know, especially coming in at eight o'clock and you guys play to the food, basically play to the beat of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it's it's good. So each every Friday or Saturday night is a different vibe, you know, depending on who's up there DJing. You know, have the customers have they said anything like people that remember not having a DJ versus having a DJ? I think that we have more the bar crowds better yeah. because of the DJ because right. they come in for music. I get texts all the time. You guys have a DJ up there, yeah. you know, friends or whatever want to come up and make sure you guys are up there. So. That's yeah, cool. It's good. It's it's good. It's great. So I think a lot of restaurants learned that during COVID, whenever they got, yeah. when people came in and they were like, oh shit. Listen, we all had to figure out how to eat. Yeah. You know, yeah. these guys are running around telling us to close, close, making all these rules. We had to learn how to bend the rules. Mm-hmm. If you ain't mm-hmm. cheating, you ain't trying. That's the, that ain't, that's the fucking truth. We was, we you was know? cheating, cheating. Yeah. I know I was. Yeah. But I've always been that type. You know, when I they mean, were like, you got, I was like, no, I New don't. Year's Eve, you can't, you, you guys got to be closed for New Year's Eve. So Get we opened up. We were, all, we were up on New Year's Day. Yeah, and we got fucking bombed. <laughs> I got in so much trouble that night because that was supposed to be like one of my very first New Year's Eves at home, right? Yeah, like and we did this day party and fucking, yeah. you know, everybody comes up there and I just get fucking wrecked and it took Ooh. me an extra hour to get home because I drove like fifteen minutes the wrong way. <laughs> we did New Year New Year's at noon, yeah. and he was fucking wasted by what? Yeah, we were all the whole, <laughs> everybody. The whole fucking everybody was, was drunk by noon. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was this twenty twenty one? 
yeah, yeah 2020 going into 2021. Yeah. yeah, because they told us we couldn't be open yeah. past 10 o'clock, and it yeah. was like, really? Yeah. The COVID comes out between 10 and 12. Yeah. Come mm. on. So we up. we did New Year's at noon, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, smart. it was good. Yeah, yeah. it was a good night. COVID, good day. COVID <laughs> clocked in at 9 p.m. We did. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Clocked out. <laughs> yeah, clocked out when the sun came up. <laughs> Another that's that's other conspiracy theories. What were they doing after that? You know, they want yeah. us all home, you know, yeah. watching TV so they could do whatever they were doing inside the roads, putting uh-huh. up five G. Five Gs. <laughs> five G towers. Pretty crazy. It's just, pretty crazy how quick that probably was. Probably just a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that they all showed up at the same And time. all and all the sidewalks walks were sanded down at that same time too. Yeah. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. They sanded down all the sidewalks for the scooters. Yep. When did when did they do that? You know? Why did they do that? <laughs> Probably a liability. <laughs> no, no, no. Yep. But, but I was thinking about this shit watching this a movie the other day, and it was Uber Uber boats. Think about how much a uh, a government is going to prosper off of people not owning cars, like you when you're dependent on a public transportation, or you know, because we can call that public transportation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, it's the same thing with housing. If they can get you to stop mortgaging and renting. It's a control. It's all. It's basically just mass ownership. You know what I mean? Yeah. Religion ain't really working out like it used to. <coughs> that used to be the way, and now they can. Why was it thundering? Because God was angry. Yeah. <laughs> Why did that volcano explode? What kind God of, was angry. Y'all got any things like that? Any, any wild sayings in the Muslim Muslim things? If it rains in the sunshine, do they say that the, the devil's beating his wife? No, no, no. <laughs> Y'all, y'all ain't got nothing like that? Not really. Yeah. Left. Y'all ain't got nothing like that? Y'all ain't gonna nothing, give it up nothing? Not that I know of. What about the, what, come on, y'all got El, what about El Cooper Chonga and all that shit y'all got down there? I mean, yeah. Oh, what now? The Chupacabra. fucking little thing. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Chupacabra that runs around eating Chupacabra. all the goats and shit. I mean, Chupacabra. Yo, your, your parent, your mom's, your mom and dad got a Chupacabra statue? <laughs> nah. I mean, you don't, know what, you don't know what Chupacabra is? I didn't know I what think you I said. told him. I know what that yeah. is. I think I scored into it. Like no, no. I, I know I, what it is, but what he said was not that. He I, said, Chupa, come on, Mendoza. But I told, him, I told him about it. It's just like a little monster that's supposed to run around. It runs around and eats all the horses. And yeah. The yeah. yeah. It eats goats. That. Isn't yeah. it a goat? Go, yeah. Part he's, goat he's, man? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like Bigfoot, but like bad. It's like Bigfoot, but Mexican. Yeah. I just didn't understand what you said because it was not that. It's like a Mexican Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much so. That. instead of being like, you know, like all big masculine and hairy, he's like little and, and hard working. It's like and a Mexican <laughs> Jersey Devil. Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. Heard of Jersey yeah. Devil. That's exactly yeah. what it is. The Mexican yeah. Jersey Devil. Much, yeah. And his name's Chupacabra. <laughs> and there's See, obviously he's like, not even saying it right. Yeah. Chupacabra. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just like if you're like kitty, you misbehave like. There's this thing called La Llorona. La Llorona. He come out and get you. He's like the boogeyman. No, it's like a woman with like. Oh yeah, I've I've heard about. Yeah, she just like comes out and just like takes. She's crying, right? Takes tears. She's tears of crying. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so what's her name? La Llorona. And if you misbehave, she comes and takes the kids. Yeah, no, it's like kids like that misbehave. Uh huh. Like get gone. Yeah, pretty much got taken fucking by the cartel. Anyways, yeah, that shit's wild. We have a tequila that matches that. The tears of your own. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, it's oh, that's a real story. Yeah. That's yeah. Real, yeah. yeah that's we we have it at the restaurant. We, we, next we got Bloody there. Mary. <laughs> you know Bloody yeah. Mary. Yeah, yeah. 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 Say your name. Yeah, we don't really have any of that. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Y'all had different names. No, y'all had a war. That's what you had, real yeah. fucking bombs yeah. and missiles. Yeah, we, we, we had real, real life shit to deal with. Yeah. We didn't need to make we up have, stories. They didn't have time for fairy tales. Yeah. Try not to blow up today. That's what. 
Sadly, yeah. That's, oh, that's what we had to deal with. So. Chupacabra. Did you see about the cartel shit, though? No, what about, happened? Um, they arrested El Chapo's son, and then, like, the cartel, like... Pulled up and got oh, yeah. him. Literally shot up the entire fucking town. Just They were shooting up the airport. Everything. Were they surprised? the planes. Like, they were literally... I saw videos, like, a hundred fucking SUVs all, like, loaded, just... There's, like, 15 it. fucking movies and TV series that tell you that that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> you can't take him. It's like, no. them, it's like these people... And it's like Boston Dynamics making these robots. It's like you know where this is gonna fucking end, right? <laughs> yeah. Like all the AI, like there's a whole movie fucking series. Like you yeah. know what's gonna happen. Like AI's already like. Like I love whenever crazy. whenever Rogan was talking to Elon Musk and he was talking about them kicking the robots and and Elon Musk goes probably not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the smartest men on the planet. It's like hey probably shouldn't be kicking them. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. They're Hitting gonna, them with a two by four. They're gonna <laughs> learn, and they're gonna come back and kill all of us. Mm-hmm. And sure. he's like, and he said it. He just. Swallow that pill. Watch that yeah. Will Smith movie. Those, with yeah. those robots are murder shit. machines. That's what they're built for. Oh yeah, they're gonna strap yeah. fucking machines on, machine guns on. Them. Lasers. But in the meantime, but in the meantime, let's put them on TikTok doing the fucking yeah. Millie Rock. So everybody's like, "Oh look at them, <laughs> they're so cute." As that thing comes up. Yeah. Brrr. Yeah. The next thing you know, he's like. Yeah, so next time the El Chapo's pull up, the fucking robots is going to be out there. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Where's El Chapo now? He's in prison. He's, yeah. But they took his son. So they arrested Chapo his son. Jr. So, yeah. And they can't, did, so did they get him out after they shot the place up, or is he still there? I don't, I don't, I don't have him watched. They, I think not. they still have him detained. You got anybody you can call and find out? No. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no cousins you no, can call? That, no, this You ain't is got like... no cousins in the cartel? Bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I did, I, but I don't know. Of, or she's like, find out. I want a cartel. Let's get him on the. Let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> we need connects. Yeah. Let's not. All right, so we're gonna do the this or that. So we do a thing here where we're gonna rattle off That's a early. series of fucking questions. You just gotta pick one, right? Okay. And there's no like, there's no like uh, politically correct. You gotta go with one, one or the other. So I just pick a song. No, 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 it's no, not no, a no. song. He's no. gonna ask you two th- like this. Like, or that. like, like this. Like, like, uh, is it Super Mario or Super Mario? Super Mario. <laughs> so yeah, you there just you have go. to pick yeah, one. Just of pick okay. one. one yeah. of the options. In Street Fighter, is it Ryu or Ryu? Ryu. Do you use Kleenex or tissue? Tissue. Q-tips or cotton swabs? Q-tips. Ear pickers. <laughs> do you like Do you like real Christmas trees or fake Christmas trees? Um, I like fake ones now. Oh, they're why is that? They're cleaner. The cleaner. Uh, we went it. and chopped one down a couple of years ago. And two weeks after we chopped it down, the fucking thing was dry. All the needles fell off. Were you off. not watering it? Oh, we put water in it and everything. And uh, it was probably like the 15th of December, so I had to take the damn thing out of the house. <laughs> Go we get went, a fake we one. We went and bought a fake one. I've been using the fake one ever since. And they were, and when you went and bought it on the 15th of December, they had them triple, mar- triple oh, marked up. Yeah, it was. Yeah. All right, so this is when we ask, and, uh, does the toilet paper go over or behind it? Over. Over. Mm-hmm. And I learned that from a TV show called Maud. Way back when I was a young child. Well, what, what, what did TV show? Mama's House. Mama's what, what, House. What, yeah, Maude. That was her name. Yeah, Ma, her what? name was Maude. It was Mama's House. And she had put the, to- uh, they got robbed or something like that. And she goes, oh, they put the toilet paper back right. And that's how I learned. <laughs> uh, it stuck with me. So, Damn, they came in the house and used all the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> that is a rob. All right, shop in store or online? Uh, online. All right, do you like to wear dress shoes or sneakers? Sneakers. Who's your favorites? What's your favorite sneakers? Um, it was easy, but uh, you know, he's, he's getting a little crazy now. So. Uh, Adidas. Adidas. Adidas is my favorite. Adidas. Yes. All right. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Mortal Kombat. Who was your favorite character? Uh, Sub-Zero. 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 
You ever play Mortal Kombat, Julie? Mm -hmm. You have you really? Yeah, my brother. Yeah, me and my brother used to play. Just was playing the Tekken the other which, day. Which <laughs> which which one did which number did you play? I played Street Fighter. No, no, but oh. which, which number? Number what? You said you played Mortal Kombat. Huh? Yeah, I can't remember which numbers oh. years ago. You didn't care that much. Yeah, just played. Right. Would you rather hang out in the bars or the nightclubs? A bar. Rocky one or Rocky four? Ooh, right. Yeah. Uh, let's go with <laughs> let's go with four. Did you say that Bridget Nielsen was hot? Back then, maybe. Yeah. She was a smoke back show then, back she's then. She's a crackhead now. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor of love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She married Flavor Flav. Yeah. That's wild when you think about it, man. Re reality shows just got so crazy. Yes. All right. Go to the beach or go to the mountains. Beach. All right. Do you jump all the way in the pool or take the ladder? Jump in. <laughs> lake or pool? Uh, on a boat, on a lake. Take shots or drink drinks? Uh, I don't do either, but I would do shots. All right. Watch a movie or watch a doc? Uh, movie. X videos or Pornhub? <laughs> What's X video? Like, like porno? Yeah. Uh, sure. You got to go Pornhub. You obviously know what that one is. <laughs> Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> do you like the red bag Doritos or the blue bag Doritos? Red. Uh, text or talk? I like talking. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Day or Christmas uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas morn? I in my soul and my heart, I love Christmas Eve. Do you like to clean a house or work outside? You mean clean like outside or clean it? Like motor yard or fucking vacuum? Uh, I'd rather be outside. Yeah. Uh. Um. Well, you. I guess you would say which Cleveland, Fahrenheit, or Cleveland, Charlotte, or Fahrenheit, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Through and, through and through. Yeah. What about Fahrenheit or Para? Fahrenheit. So Fahrenheit's like the one. I, I love Para too, but yeah. Fahrenheit is you know they're two different beasts. You yeah. Know? There's a lot of energy at Fahrenheit. It's that's I don't know. It's my home. It's your baby. What? Yeah. Why do they? Par is my baby too, yeah, but, but yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like the original. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah it's what Fahrenheit's got... OG. Yeah. Kim, Chloe, or Courtney? Um, what's the one I used to date? <laughs> that guy Scott. That's Courtney. Oh, Courtney. Courtney. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I pick her. Yeah. She's yeah. Cool. Is, yeah. She's married she, to Barker. Yeah. Do they right. get married? I mean, she's, uh -huh. she's kind of old now. But, yeah. You know. White man can't jump or above the rim. White man. <laughs> White Man Can't Jump is a great movie. Y'all yeah. seen that? Oh, yeah. Have you have you seen yeah. it? You've seen it. Thank Woody God, Harrelson really. yeah. and uh, Wesley Snipes. They just made it movies. is they hard. Made so God damn work. It is so hard. Yeah, so good. <laughs> that movie's got so many fucking lines in it. They're pissed off, and I'm in the zone. <laughs> he tells this guy, he's like clang clang. He goes, Hey, hey, I got an idea. How about we gather up all these bricks and we build a house? <laughs> so maybe your mama and your sister got somewhere to live. Because I'm tired of them living with me. <laughs> like when he's talking. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Breakfast or dinner? Mm. Ooh. Am I making it? <laughs> That's two questions. Yeah. Eat, oh, eating, um, eating and then cooking. Dinner. Because I really don't eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. but you think that's, is, that, is that a chef thing? I don't know. I just... I don't eat until noon. You know. Yo, so since they call you chef, do they call the other dude chef too? We're all chef. Yeah, they all call us chef. Like Chef Dave. That's where Chef Dave. 
Chef uh, Chef Justin, Chef Rocco, you know, Chef. That shit tripped me out when I first got going because they like everybody called you chef. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck did they just call him Dave? It's like, like a no. fucking cult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. if it, and then you'll you'll hear somebody if they like, especially if they're brand new and they're like, hey Dave, and the rest of <gasps> Chef Dave. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I'm not. You don't have to call me Chef Dave. Grab a pan, just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's spatula. I'm telling you, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like a cult. I've always called you chefs. Have you watched? Have you watched that? Have you watched that movie on Netflix about like the sh- uh, Michelin star chefs? Which one? Um, what, probably. What's a Michelin star chef? <laughs> Hashtag don't say Michelin. <laughs> um, what's that mean? <laughs> that that's a whole nother. Uh, <laughs> huh? When uh, our our chef came into town last year, he uh, said something about wanting to get a Michelin star here in Charlotte. What's a Michelin star? Michelin star. It's an award, uh-huh. and it's based off of. Um, it's based off a lot of the whole restaurant, not just the food. So it's based off service, uh, you know, from when you walk in the door to your Oh, so it's like an Ocean's, that Ocean's yeah. 13 when they're giving and out the hotel award, but it, it's for chefs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so when uh, Chef came into town last year, he worked for Nobu, which Nobu had uh-huh. a Michelin star. So he, you know, innocently is like, I would love to get a Michelin star here. They don't give Michelin stars out in Charlotte. It's not the right area. Yeah. But half the chefs in town got their panties in a bunch and started bitching and complaining and, you know, but whatever. It's all said and done. But um, so I say, I always post hashtag don't say Michelin because, you know, they get their Michelin. Panties. Michelin. Yeah. It's a star <laughs> that was given out by a tire company. Um, awards and stars are great, I guess. Yeah. But let's start our own. Oh, you, you know what? Let's do it. There's no money yeah. that's yeah. involved in it. We all work because we want to make money, right? Yeah. You know, okay, passion's great. Oh, it's it's great, you know. But at some point, you want to have a nice car. You want to have a nice house. You want to put your kid through school. You want to go on vacations, right? You don't want to drive a freaking Honda Accord with a bald tire, tire on it, right? falling off. No, so you got to kind of go with what works, you know. So I don't never really cared about awards. Don't, you know, and it is what it is I care about stacking the Benjamins and yeah. that's what I'm going to keep doing you know yep. and the only way so. you can do that is to make people happy mm-hmm. exactly I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing you know And then, so would you rather make money or make a difference um, <laughs> when I make money I can make a difference ah okay okay because okay, that's okay, another okay, thing too okay, is okay, okay, people okay, don't okay. understand how much uh, Rocco and I sacrifice give, give sacrifice yeah. and give to charities like we fly around the country for mm-hmm. Alex's Lemonade which is yeah. for childhood cancer mm-hmm. we do that twice a year we raise fucking almost two million dollars every time we go to like Philly or to um what about the Los Super Bowl Angeles. shit you're about to do what's it for that is that's not for no that's not for charity <laughs> I'm sure some things are going for charity yeah. when we used to do it it was for no kid hungry uh-huh. this one is probably going into somebody's pocket but <laughs> but again, we do we do a lot. We donate a lot and mm-hmm. help a lot, and we want to. That's yeah. what we're here for. You know, if we can, we will. And even outside work, I try to donate and help as much as I can. Good. So Waffle House or IHOP? Oh, fucking Waffle House, hand down. <laughs> really? Everybody IHOP is Waffle trash. Yeah. <laughs> what makes IHOP trash? It tastes like the plates were deep fried before. They <laughs> deep fried plates? Yeah. Well, you know Waffle House is dirty and dingy. Like, I wouldn't eat at a clean Waffle House. Yeah. But yeah. It's not going to be good. No, it's not going to be good. You know, the, the guy that runs the Waffle House, the guy that's cooking in the Waffle uh-huh. House, that guy cooks for the, one guy cooks for the whole damn restaurant. You want one of those guys working your brunch. Yeah. Those, those guys are awesome. Yeah. That'd be, that's what we should do. Outsource a Waffle House chef. Out, have, have Waffle House cater the brunches. <laughs> oh, yeah, what if you could do that? Probably. Probably. Waffle House catered brunches. Money talks. Mm. 
Would you? All right. Uh, soul food or Latin food? Well, it just depends on what mood I'm in. But right now, my mood would be uh, soul. What about ass or titties? Titties. <laughs> <laughs> apples or oranges? Uh, apples. One pillow or two pillows? <laughs> uh, one. One pillow? I don't know. We have, we have a lot of pillows. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I laughed. That's a Mary. That's yeah, getting, we have getting a married. We a lot of thing. pillows. I think, but it's a me thing. You know, my, oh. wife, my wife yells at me all the time. Where do all all these pillows come from? Well, you no, know, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight pillows. <laughs> why? Huh? My wife is, she likes things to for be. For aesthetics. Yeah, aesthetics. Yeah, we definitely have six full size pillows how, to start out with. It's just what so. works for her. Yeah. <laughs> happy wife, happy life, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Biscuitville or Bojangles? Do you know Biscuitville? No. You know Bo? Oh, you know Bojangles? I know Bojangles. Yeah. I've been to Bojangles once. Been um, to Bo- <laughs> where the fuck is Biscuitville? I think they got one in Indian Trail. They come from Burlington, though, Graham. Yeah, they have a Let's go Biscuitville, because yeah. I'm not a fan of Bojangles. Right. Biscuitville's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Biscuitville slaps. Mm-hmm. All right, show up early or leave late? Which one? You, show which one up you... early. All right. Always. Uh, the Chips Ahoy, chocolate chips or Oreos? Um, that's a tough one, but I'll go Chips Ahoy. Lay up or go for it? Go for it. <laughs> oh, I made it. Uh, Hulk Hogan or the Ultimate Warrior? JYD, but Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> junkyard Dog, maybe. The Junkyard Dog. Y'all don't remember him. Macho Man Randy Savage. Y'all are so young. Y'all got any questions for Dave? How do you pick your menu? How do I pick our menu? So we pick our menu where we change our menu seasonally. So we're going to be coming up on our spring menu. So mm-hmm. whatever's in season... We usually keep the proteins the same, and then your vegetables and your um, starches will change based off of what's growing in the spring, summer, or fall. Mm-hmm. Spring, you usually have you know like peas and like real tender um, greens, and then summer, you know, you could have your strawberries, your stone fruits. Fall would be what's a stone fruit? Plum. Plum, plum, mm. anything with that, that fucking stone in the middle. <laughs> is an avocado a stone fruit? No. No? A plum has a stone in the middle of it? It's like yeah. that pit. Yeah, yeah. that's stone oh, pit. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. Um, really plums. <laughs> Why don't y'all, y'all, can you start serving elk? You'll probably be the only one that buys it, but. I had elk in, at the Grove Park. Yeah. It's good. Where's the Grove Park? Grove Park Inn in Asheville. Okay. What, what's, what's, so what's the big hype about elk? You know, I don't. Think you've I've, never, you've I've never, never had. I've had elk once in my life. I'll so. try. I try. It's probably lean, is it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Yeah, because I, mean, I asked I you if it was gamey, and you said it was. Uh, what is it like? Chicken? No, it's, it's like, like a steak. Chicken. Yeah, but, it's, it's it's a red meat. I'm sure it's probably lean. It's you know, listen. Nowadays, everybody wants to try to move away from you know the cow uh-huh. and red meat and looking for leaner meats that are more heart healthy and better for you. So. And more sustainable, too. Yeah. I still can't believe that the farts of a cow do more destruction to the ozone than the cars that we have. Is that not the craziest fucking that's shit crazy, I've ever that's heard? That's the craziest that thing I've ever crazy. heard. You know? I would, when I heard that, I thought that was bullshit, but it's yeah. not. You know how many... <laughs> is this, so it's true? It's true. That no, the, there's wow. more cow gas and methane that mess with the ozone than the car the, exhausts. Out of all the cars in the fucking world. Yeah. So there's that many cows? I think it's cows in the United old. States. It's based off the United I States. I got you. Yeah. yeah. So to fuck all them other cars that are driving around. Yeah, because yeah, in China, shit, there's smoke coming yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> they promote it. 
They're like, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's use coal. <laughs> do, cow, do cows be farting like that? <laughs> I Roche, guess. Roche, Roche be farting like that. <laughs> maybe they got... Maybe they, are, is it really worse than a Roche fart? Maybe they're celiac. I don't know, man. I, I mean, well, they're I all that say, grass like, yeah, and yeah, fiber. Yeah. You know? Roche probably worse. You think, they're out there like, you think the cows like are like, oh. <laughs> like when somebody else farts. <laughs> probably oh, like, goddamn, dude. Yo, what'd you eat? Damn, boy. What patch did you eat? Yeah, I fucking ate grass, mud pies. What the fuck did you eat? Oh, man, is this grass up and setting y'all stomach? <laughs> Yo, I'm full of methane, dog. Oh, man. You light their farts on fire. Yeah. Cal comes up behind him and setting his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Parliament Podcast. <laughs> Top podcast. Number one podcast on the planet. Hey, uh, fart jokes are the best things in the world. <laughs> they, uh, um, so... But to where does the where does the majority of the food come from? What what food? Like to get into like your so like the day of a chef. Yeah. So like you go in there and you gotta what what's step one? You open the doors. Okay, so okay, now I understand what you're saying. So it comes from our purveyors. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so say last night, at the end of the night, I'll call my fishmonger. Which is a fish fishmonger. <laughs> That's a fancy word. For killmonger. Like, yeah. So killmonger. So yeah. like inland seafood, you would call them last night and say, "Hey, I need twenty pounds of salmon." They up. Pizza. You leave a message, but oh, yeah, okay. most of them are up until ten or eleven o'clock. I gotcha. Yeah. I stay up. Um, and then you know, like buckhead beef, uh, you call them and say, "Hey, I need X, Y, and Z," and it's here in the next day. Everything's basically the next day, five to six days a week. Usually you don't get deliveries on Sunday. Right. Um, And then you have a lot of the local places, and then you have the local farms that will deliver to you as well, and we work with them. Um, So like just a bunch of fucking steak and fish and shit just shows up. It's like a fucking symphony, yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to order X, Y, and Z, and it all comes in, put it away, get it together. And then the the fruits and the vegetables show up? Yep. And then the fruit and vegetables from a produce company, and they come separately. Yeah. You know, you have... um, Shit, it was a Fresh Point and Foster Cabinets are two of the major ones here. Y'all having trouble getting eggs? No trouble. They're just expensive. Yeah, you know, they sure are. They're like 50 cents an egg right now. Yeah, I know? went to Trader Joe's yesterday to get some eggs. I got just they? the six, just the six pack. It was like three bucks. Go to Costco. Jeez. And then, and then I checked them when I was checking out because I usually check it as soon as I grab it because I yeah. forgot. There's two eggs missing Ooh. in the carton. Uh, they stole your eggs. I was like, um, yeah. So then, so so then, do you start? What do y'all start making? So they start prepping. Yeah, prepping. Prepping. It's not making. Yeah, (laughs) prepping. So you. So so prep starts about nine o'clock in the morning. Um, And y'all gonna open at four? Yeah, we open at four. Damn. Yeah. So uh, especially for that restaurant, that restaurant's huge, and the numbers that we do, and the um, catering and events we do. So yeah, they come in at nine a.m. and they start prepping. There'll be a small team, um, and they'll get the front line set up, and then they'll get all the prep ready for, you know, if there's a party or so. And uh, that'll work until – they'll work probably until about 2 o'clock until the next uh, team comes in, which is your nighttime crew. Then they set the line up, and they get ready for service. And then do all – and who does the cooking? The chefs? Just the chefs? No, chefs. Chefs. Chefs, like a chef like me, myself or Chef Lou. Uh-huh. We orchestrate. Right. We're like the conductors. You're making sure everything's going away. Bam. Yeah. We say bam. Your line cooks are the ones that are going to be picking up, uh, when we say pick up, uh-huh. you're picking up the food, um, cooking the food. They're the ones that do the Yes. <clears throat> they exactly. They pick it up. Pick up. 
<clears throat> and then your and dishwashers and your prep cook, you know, their dishwasher is the most important part of the restaurant, mm-hmm. of the kitchen. I, I can it's tell like you a, this. It's like a door guy. Fact. Yeah. Because sure one time the dishwasher went down, I think it was last summer or so, and he got so backed up, it kind of shut down the whole restaurant. And the next day I told the staff, I was like, did you see what happened? whole restaurant got shut down because of this guy. So quit fucking with him. Mm-hmm. You right. know, be nice to him because that's on your tips, yeah. you know. So it's that's a very important job. And the hostess, too. The hostess mm-hmm. controls the flow of the restaurant. You know, it's the first person the guests see when they walk in the door, and they control the flow of the whole restaurant. So if they seat the whole restaurant at once, you might get fucked. But if they seat them the proper way, you know, it should be space a smooth. Yeah. Space it out. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Smooth mm-hmm. and spa- space it out and smooth them. What every aspect it? of a restaurant. Like, every person plays an important yeah. part. So you can't just say that right. one person is more important than the exactly. other. Everybody has to work together for it to run smoothly. What was the hardest part for you to learn? In the restaurant? Yeah. Mm. Like what you was like, damn. Um, how to use a computer. <laughs> yeah, the computer. That's what you got, that's what you got well, married for? I came up in uh, the era where we didn't have computers. Yeah. You know, I graduated in 93, so it was like right on the cuspus of Writing computer. things down. And yeah, we were yeah. still writing things down. So I had to definitely learn computers about 15 years ago, and I, I kept pushing it off. Yeah. Like, I hated it technology i hated texting i didn't text until i got um it was a blackberry right like i would never sit there with that uh-huh. nokia and push thousand the nokia yeah. oh hell no, <laughs> no. yeah we had to hit like right. four buttons yeah, to get to the no. Uh-huh. no and i knew people that would sit there and text with that uh-huh. there's no way you know so i you know I, I definitely fought technology for a long time but you have to have it you need what, to use it what's your illest pastry our Ellis pastry. Uh, I would say our chocolate pot de creme is my favorite. Or do you make that one? Yes, I. Oh, I can make that. And you got that pastry chef there who makes the cookies. Yeah. Uh, Claire. Yeah. Claire. She's a badass. Yeah. Claire's a badass. Um, she makes that, and then there is the passion fruit um, creme brulee yeah. that mm-hmm. I love. Um, I mean, the cotton candy tree is really good too. Right. I love cotton candy. It's pop rocks, cotton candy on there. I don't know. She makes. And then you make stuff. those. You make those waffles with the rice krispies. Or to whatever they have, like cereal on them. That's pancakes. The, the pancakes, cap, yeah. Cap and Crunch pancakes. Yeah, Cap and yeah. Crunch pancakes. Yes, we are known for the Cap and Crunch yeah. pancakes. Those yes. are cool looking. Yeah, been doing brunches. those since yeah. day one. I always yeah. see them. Cap, I can't eat them. I was yeah, them. people call yeah. me up. Uh, CJ really hit me up the other day. Parts. Yeah, why don't y'all? Why, why don't y'all like uh, like gluten? Ain't really. What, what's the point of gluten? <laughs> like <laughs> so, it, it really ain't got a point. No, it must be need, like a cheap way to starch. Or not, you you need gluten to build build. Um, shit, I'm not a scientist. Yeah, get on the mic. But you need yeah. You need the you, you need the gl- gluten to build, um, so you can get get things proper. And again, I don't know the technical versions, but I just found out the other day that they're putting some sort of chemicals on the wheat, which kind of makes the celiac. So there's that's something you should look into. I don't know if you can get an organic wheat. Um, well, no, they got all kinds of gluten-free options. Mm-hmm. This is something I, I learned actually this weekend, and I don't know for sure. If, but you're, you're telling me, you're asking me now, and I don't know. I just found out like three days ago, so it's something I wanted to look into. They're putting it. They're adding something to the wheat to either break it down or preserve, and that's what contributes to celiac disease. One hundred percent. It's yeah. the worst. Well, it's the same with the pesticides. Now. You know, the pesticides. I was never allergic to anything before. All of a sudden, I'm allergic to avocado. Yeah, y'all gotta get. We gotta get gluten out of here. Yeah, it serves no point. It's pointless except for building. 
Methane gas. Starting. Still, <laughs> building methane gas. gas. <laughs> no, I fart. found out. So what happens is it, 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 it swells up your intestines, mm-hmm. and then you can't. You know what I'm saying? And then it has actually, to you've inspired me. I just started. I'm trying to do gluten free right now. Oh, I've, I've been I trying. To do I've that. been inspired yeah. by Rochelle. You can't, you can't, but you can't it. try. You gotta like. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta I, cut I, it out. I like yeah. bread. I like pasta. Way I did too. Yeah. Fuck, I liked it. I love mm. bread and pasta and all cookies. Bread, cheese, cookies. and butter is my friggin' crack. I you love know? cookies. Sugar. I like y'all's collard greens. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, those are good. We do that with kimchi. 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 What's kimchi? Kimchi is. Where do y'all learn? How do you learn all this shit? It's like a bar to Korean. Yeah, kimchi is Korean. So, kimchi is uh, basically we use chili chili flakes and we ferment it, Uh and then we mix that into the uh, get that flavor, and then we mix it into um, the collard greens. And then you did that corn with the peppers. The that's the Tokyo street corn. Tokyo street corn. corn. Where do you learn that at? Uh, I don't know. I thought I came up with it, but I don't know. Uh, So I took the elote. You know the elote, which yeah. is the Mexican, Mexican version of that. Street corn. And I was like, let's call it Tokyo yeah. Street Corn. And uh, I like Tokyo Drift. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we just kind of tweaked it out and, you know, used um, togarashi, uh, oh, yeah, togarashi, gochujang, uh, mayonnaise. You know. I was like, you don't know anything Do you else cook at home? Not really. No? I order out a lot or we eat it. We eat out a lot. Do you really? Uh, holidays I do. Do you ever eat Do you ever eat at somewhere else? Where this is shit. I'm ruined. I can't eat anywhere. It's, really? Yeah, especially. That's yeah. got to be like what it's like. And your wife's like, calm down, Dave. No, she's You're the like, same way. No, this is shit. She's the same way. She's broken and ruined, too. Where, where are some of your favorite places to eat? Here in Charlotte? Uh, Kindred. Kindred. Up in Davidson. Uh-huh. Joe Kindred does great. Um, he also owns a restaurant called Hello Sailor, which used to be the Rusty Rudder. Uh-huh. And uh, we do that yeah. for brunch quite often, especially in the spring and summer months. Yeah. Um, Let's see what's down here. Uh, I like um, Little Mamas. Little Mamas. Little Mamas for uh, Italian food. Uh-huh. I like that. There's uh, that Korean um, all you can, not all you can eat that Korean meat place up on uh, Tryon. Uptown. Yeah, Uptown's like Moa or Moma. Moa. Yeah, Moa, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty damn good. Moa's good. Yona um, likes Crunkleton. Do you? I mean, I I I could I care I am like I could care less about fucking food. I like Crunkleton. I've never eaten there. I if it wasn't for my wife, I would never ever spend money on food. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think like... it is the biggest waste of money. You're because starve. you eat and poop it out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Are you offended by that statement? But no, I'm not offended by that statement. I can literally live. I'm like, offended by it. Like right yeah. now in my life, I could live off of like. Yogurt, granola. Give you fucking cardboard and peanut butter. Yeah, no, really. Like I, I could when I when we go somewhere, I know what I'm gonna eat as soon as I sit down. I yeah. just, I just, it's never been my thing. Like I'm just like, huh. Eh. There's. A I like, I liked elk though. I thought elk, elk was kind of cool. Did like it. But it's like, what, what was the best meal that you've ever had that you said, holy shit, I want to, I love this. Man, there was this. We were in Mexico, and this lady made some spaghetti and a hot walk. That shit was kind of slamming. Spaghetti in a hot wok? Yeah. In Mexico. So in Mexico. was that spaghetti or was that like, it was like Chinese sp- noodles? It was like spaghetti, right? But she was throwing it all in the hot wok with the sauce and the peppers and everything and mixing it up in the hot wok. Yeah. And then served. That was good. The elk was good. I remember that. Probably that spaghetti in Mexico, the elk. So you like chicken tenders. You're a chicken tender guy. Oh, yeah. My mom's spaghetti. Beef chips on rice. <laughs> Kim, when Kim used to make spaghetti. I can't really eat spaghetti, spaghetti no more, though. Burnt, uh, burnt scrambled eggs and canned yeah, sausage. Yeah, burnt scrambled eggs and canned sausage. Chick-fil-A? Mm. No. Chick-fil-A used to be better. Pizza. Yeah. It used to be a lot better. Like, I'm all, I, like, I don't think there's bad pizza. 
I do, but now I can't. Yes, but, coming from Jersey. But, but now oh, I, now yeah. I can't eat it, really, unless it's gluten-free pizza. And that's terrible. Anything, which anything it never really is gluten-free. Like, yeah. I ate. I ate somewhere Sunday and they and I had French fries, but if they make anything in the same fry that they make mm-hmm. the other gluten shit, it still fucks you up. It's called cross contamination. Yeah, cross contamination. Mm-hmm. So yeah, elk. That elk in the spaghetti was probably the elk. two. How about elk meatballs with some spaghetti? It sounds like a meatball. yeah, that'd be yeah, good. Yeah, that'd, be good. Yeah, that'd, be good. that'd be good. That'd be good. But see, I can't. We can't really have a lot of steak and red meats and shit around the house because my wife got bit by one of them ticks. Oh yeah. So she's got I that yep. allergy mm-hmm. thing. So she's got that. Uh, I like lamb. Okay. Greek, Greek shit. Lamb. Yeah. That's so good. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I like, I like y'all's pizza. I would, I love those. We do a good job with that pizza. And it's, I, I want to make sure we're putting, coming from Jersey, make sure we're putting a good pizza out. Make him a gluten free <laughs> one. I it probably wouldn't be the same. Yeah, probably not I like the, pe- y'all's pepperonis are really good though. Yes. Yeah. However they do them. We char that. And the steaks and the collard greens. I've never had anything bad from Fahrenheit ever. But I'm, you know. Chicken oh, chicken, tender. Tender. chicken fries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember I was at this fancy restaurant in Vegas, and the, one of the dudes, one of the rich guys that was with us, he goes, I've noticed that both nights here you've ordered the meatloaf. And I said, listen, dog, I grew up on canned sausage. So, And he was like, that is the greatest answer <laughs> ever. Like, he was like, because like, he was trying to like, there was a bunch of like girls around us. So, so yeah, I think yeah. he was trying to like. Impress them. Impress them or kind of like. Clown me a little bit, yeah. yeah. And he goes, "I've noticed you've ordered the meatloaf, oh nice." And I was like, "Listen, dog, I grew up on canned sausage." And he was just like, "You know what? Like you, you embraced it. You fully like, embraced it." I can't say nothing. Yeah. Nope. I hot. You my, put it right back dude, out of dude, fucking canned sausage. Y'all ain't never had that shit. Have you ever thought of uh, doing sushi again? Like opening up a sushi restaurant. The retirement plan mm-hmm. for myself would be all blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> call it blowfish. Fugu. We'll call it fugu. Fugu. Yeah, call it fugu. Call it fugu. Be, that would be that'd a good name. That would actually be pretty cool. That'd be a good name. Fugu. Yeah. fugu. I would love to name it that. Yeah. Uh, like a 10-seater sushi bar yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And uh, maybe on four days a week. You know? Yeah. Because fugu. I know I know, I can't sit still and just retire, retire, right. but right. I think doing mm-hmm. that, that's where I would get back into So that. what is yeah. fugu? Is that the blowfish? It's a Japanese uh, name for blowfish. Yeah, that's what you yeah, gotta call blowfish. it, fugu. Yeah. Fugu. Yeah, and and your symbol can be a big fucking happy blowfish. <laughs> Dude, like think about the merch, and you can get like fucking stuffies and give them to yeah. all the kids yeah, and shit, throw them around. Balloons like, that look like blowfish. You could put like X's for the eyes. You could be my marketing director. <laughs> yeah. All right, here be. we go. I fucking put the whole goddamn plant behind that. this fucking owl. <laughs> <laughs> Fugu would be awesome. Could you imagine going in there and get like the big Japanese stuffies? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Selling them motherfuckers like sixty dollars. What's a pop? up with the owl? What it, where does that come from? What you want to know about it? I want to know about the owl. How much you you brought it up. Let me go pee and then I'll tell you. Okay. Y'all talk too much yourselves. <laughs> We're still rolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So he's I mean, peeing. I had, I had right. to go earlier. So <laughs> drink All right, water Julie. This what's your uh, the best meal you've ever had? Oh. <sighs> Honestly, everywhere I've gone, the street food has been the best thing. Street just, food? Yeah, it's not even like like the nicest restaurant. It's just... He just, run. he just yeah, fucking he just running run across the hallway. Hall. He's <laughs> probably going to shit his pants. <laughs> he no, probably had a great one. We need a camera on that. Russia is going to come back after like a video camera for the job. He's just running across. Yeah, street food. Everywhere we've been, it's just kind of... Food carts, just food... There's not that one thing where you're like, damn, this is like amazing. Restaurant. What's your favorite restaurant yeah. in Charlotte? 
I like going to the cellar at Duckworth's. Okay. Cellar I really like the cellar. Yeah, yeah that's nice yeah. over there. You've just been there for the first time. Yeah, yeah, recently. yeah no, it took me. It was great. Um, I haven't been to Kindred yet. I want to go check it out. Kindred's great. Yeah, I've heard really good things. Didn't they just open Milk Bread? Is milk Bread. Them? So, okay. yeah, oh, Milk Bread is in Davidson. Um, they've been open for quite a while, so go check that one out. And then they opened one up. Where the Dairy Queen used to be yeah. on Plaza. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I drove by it and it was it's pretty slammed. Busy. Yeah, oh, yeah. They've had and a people line. People were sitting outside yeah. and it's like five degrees outside. In the rain. Yeah. Freezing. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. What's your Good. What's the best meal you've ever had? The best meal I've ever had. That you haven't cooked. I don't know. One of the best, better meals I've just had recently was at a place called Locust in, um, what the hell is that? Uh, Nashville. Okay. So uh, the chef was from, uh, trained at Noma uh, in Denmark. You know, the that number one restaurant. Mm-hmm. Been yeah, there for the last uh, 20 yep. years yeah. with uh, Chef Rene over there. Um, they probably have about seven or eight things on the menu. Um, it was just really well thought out, real particular, and um, real clean. Um, it was delicious. It was it was it was insane. They had a couple like they had a dumpling. They had this thing where you made your own um, kind of hand roll, and this all doesn't sound that great, but mm-hmm. like for, to be a chef, Rocco and I were both there. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was insane. So is it kind of like Asian influence or? Uh, I mean, yeah, what definitely that. That definitely. Has. I mean, dumplings. Yeah, yeah dumplings yeah. in the hand roll definitely had some yeah. Asian dumpling. Dumplings. <laughs> dumplings. Dumplings. The dumpling gang. <laughs> dumpling. Y'all don't remember that. But uh, yeah, that R- place Rocher locust was great. Locust. Okay. Lo- have to you shit your out. pants? No. Yeah, pee, you saw you running up into the bathroom with locks. <laughs> no, I never washed my For, hands. Forrest was uh, a little nervous when I shook his I hands. Never, I never washed my hands. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we discussed All right, so the fucking owl. That's what you want to know about? Yeah, the owl. Talk to me about the owl. All right, so the reason why it's an owl is I fucking always loved owls, but like when I first, like years and years ago, some guys asked me, they said, they want. They were. They were like, if you if you had a, a, a DJ agency or something like that, what would you call it? And I was like, I don't know, fucking no, leave me alone. And then one day I was sitting in a party city parking lot. And I just got to fucking thinking about it, and I was like, I'd call it Radical Grove because of my fascination off of Bohemian Grove. Okay. So I was I, I figured out what the word radical meant, and then I figured out what the word grove meant. So basically, what it is is like, you know, there's like it's like a you know to be radical mm. what that means and then grove is like to grow something right so a radical grove mm-hmm. and then the mission statement is a cultivating stand which if it goes back to growing shit mm-hmm. you cultivate in a stand like a plant stand but also taking a stand that is to grow Make okay sense? all right so that's all of that and then the owl the bohemian grove had an owl and the whole dj thing djs take other people's shit and make it better yeah so they had a flyer from back in the fucking 70s or something like that, and I found an owl, and then I gave it to my boy Caleb, and I said, make it to where I can use this and not get sued. <laughs> <laughs> so he took that, because I wanted the owl, I wanted, he was going to like create one, but I wanted, I wanted everything to be like pulled from something, right? Because of the whole DJ shit, sampling, right? Yeah. So he took it, and I wanted it to be very geometrical, like mm-hmm. with sharp lines and stuff because of the hairstylist background. Yeah. So that's why he, he's all cut like he is and with the and he's off to ha- the first rule of design is to have balance, you have to have contrast. So technically for something to be balanced, it has to be unbalanced. Uh-huh. And like the human body, we all have one eye, we all have a lower eye, 
lower shoulder, arms are longer, legs longer, everything's off balance, but mm -hmm. that makes balance. So that's why if you ever look at him, he never looks fully straight. Okay. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. And then radical, the colors are based off of radical in the 90s with the colors. Yeah. That's one That's one of their old ones. Yeah. And a funny story was. Oh, nice. When I was. I was curious. When I was, uh, I was DJing in Charleston one time and a guy comes up to me. I was doing this fucking hoity-toity wedding party and this guy comes up and he goes, where'd you get your owl? I was like, it sounds to me like you know where I got my owl. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, are you bohemian? I was like, hell no. He goes, I am. I was like, shut the fuck up. Oh, it's this one. Yeah, I was like, yeah. shut the fuck up. And he goes, no, he goes, I'm nobody special because I just go out there and sing. Mm -hmm. So then I told him like their whole story and like the, the back. And he goes, well, that's the same kind of pillars that, that Bohemian's based off of. And I was like, yeah. Because now it's known for being like fucking super elite politically and they yeah. kill babies and shit like that. Oh, okay. All kinds of crazy stuff. But Mark Twain and all his homeboys started it back in the day just to have a place to be artists. But I think technically they just want to go out there and be because they couldn't be uh -huh. So they can go out there in the woods and just fucking do whatever the fucking kind of crazy, wacko, artif shit they wanted to do back then and not get judged. Gotcha. So <laughs> it's all based off of that. But also the owl, and the reason because of his owl, of course because of the nighttime shit that everybody thinks of, but UNC Charlotte, before they were UNC Charlotte, the 49ers, they were the owls, uh -huh. the Charlotte owls. So since we're based here in Charlotte, that that's another reason why it's an gotcha. owl. So there's like all kinds of fucking onion layers. Nice. And I'd probably have to start drinking to, <laughs> to get back to all of them. But it's, but it's like, my brain's fucked up, man. I just opened Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. Yeah. All right. It's a whole podcast on it. I know. It's just a whole. On the owl. Give you some mushrooms and talk about the owl. Yeah, no, no. But then... Also, owls are no owls look oh, watch over us. Okay. I don't know if you know that. If you, they'll pop up, they pop up from time to time. Like when I was in Arizona at the hotel, mm -hmm. yeah, there it is up in a pom fucking palm tree, just owl. Okay. I have one stalking me in my horn, backyard. Horned owl, really? Mm -hmm. They have long. You ever seen they have long legs? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're vicious. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're killers. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Just like our DJs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it fucking all goes. It's like the five layers of Kevin Bacon or whatever that shit. <laughs> five layers of Kevin Bacon. But no, yeah, that was the main thing was like off of Bohemian Grove. It's crazy how and that. Then I, but I, I told the dudes because they started fucking with me at that party. Uh -huh. Like one of them came up to me. He goes, I'm a, he goes, I'm a trademark attorney. He goes, and, and you're fucked, buddy. You know, total fucking dorky yeah. ass white guy. Yeah. And I said, well, hey, do me a favor. When you send me to cease and desist, send me a really nice frame. Because I'm going <laughs> to hang it up in all of them. They're like, I like you. I like you, Fuck yeah, here. tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like an actual real place. Like I was watching videos about it and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like, in Northern California. Yeah, they have like like armed guards with like fucking. Yeah, it's just like a fucking really really nice <clears throat> country club. So yeah. people you know just I mean? go. I'll have to look this up when I yeah. get out of here. Oh no, it, it's yeah, you can get deep into it. Yeah, but it has all this folklore and shit behind it because he he talked about that. He goes, "It's none of that crazy shit you hear on the TV." I was like, "Well, I know you have to say that." Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, Here we go, conspiracy theories. Yeah, like, you know, it's, Don't get them started. It's like what you know. That's part two. Yeah, yeah. I highly, I highly doubt that they're fucking doing human sacrifices and shit out there. Like they, drinking blood yeah. from babies. I mean, they may be doing that, but like, you know, we're just partying. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're fucking wilding out. Yeah, just doing stuff. I mean, imagine, if, ima like, imagine when you're in that position in life where you can't go anywhere, 
and just be yourself. Mm-hmm. You're always you got to find somewhere yeah. to go fucking cut loose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think Epstein Island was? Dear <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Jesus Christ. That's a wild documentary. <laughs> it really happened. Yeah. <laughs> no longer conspiracy theory. <laughs> Hey Dave, appreciate you going. <laughs> look at how, On that look note. how locked up Julie gets. She, anytime I start talking about something, maybe like a little, she's like, "Oh, oh God, how far is he going? How far is he going to go?" Crickets. Thank you for the crickets. <laughs> hey, so what's going on in Israel? Seriously, what is going on? Because I don't know at it's all. It's just back and forth fighting as always. It's just you know. Still all over religion. Religion. Um, land. Land mostly. Yeah. It's just, the yeah. Gaza Strip. Is that what it's about? Everything. Yeah. yeah. It's just the whole the whole area is a mess. Don't you just kind of wish, like, God or whoever would just come down here and be like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. yeah. Calm down. <laughs> I mean, I'm, there was a, a, a point in time where all the religions were living peacefully. There was this. There's a, when, a, when was, when a, was this? That was before, yeah. the, before 48. Yeah. Whenever they put the fucking. Before, like, the, before the state of Israel was created, there was a time where. Oh. Everyone lived in peace. Gotcha. I started putting all that fucking conformity, conformity, and your money into it. When the fucking guy. Tell you what, it's when it's when uh, Britain went in and fucked everything up. Basically. Yeah. The fucking white coats, <laughs> the wigs, red, the colonizers, red the colonizers. <laughs> they was like, oh, we can get money off this. <laughs> I mean, they did it in all parts of the world. That's yeah. why when Queen Elizabeth passed, we saw I, a lot of people. Uh, they uh they uh I remember I used to always want to do this like the like just a fucked up skit of just like how how stupid like the fort like the like how how simple it was to make America and how dumb it was like basically like a group of guys just got tired of hearing their shit over there so they're like they're like well fuck it man John's got a boat and they're like well let's fuck it <laughs> so then they cruised over here and they were like man it's a lot of fucking work to do this but they, like when they show up they're like when they're in Britain, they're like all like you know like rags. Then they get over here and they're like fucking wigs, and they think they're big shit. You know what I mean? They're all kings. Rags to riches. Yeah, and then they they get over here and like fuck, it's a lot of work. And then somebody's like, well, I heard about these like like they start talking about like like the Egyptians and the Africans. Like, and so they go over there and like, hey, you guys want to be part of our new country? It's gonna be really cool. And they're like, all right, that sounds kind of neat. They're like, all right, just throw these bracelets on. (laughs) And then like they come over here and like build America. And they're like, fuck, well we got this side built up. How are we gonna get over the other side? They're like. About to these fucking other guys that like know how to do these railroads. And they're like, all right, back on the boat. And they cruise over there and like, yo, what's up, guys? How you doing? They're like, we're good. They're like, you want to be a part of a new country? They're like, yeah, sounds awesome. They're like, all right, hey, throw these bracelets. I don't know they really have much of a choice. Throw these, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, I don't think but so. No, this I don't is they like, really have much of a choice. But that's what I'm saying. You have to make it, you have to, you have to add, and they're like, hey, throw these bracelets on, guys. And they fucking come over here and it's like, and it all just started off some fucking dumbass fucking white guys <laughs> got tired of hearing somebody else's <laughs> shit. And then they were too fucking lazy to do it their fucking self. <laughs> and the poor Indians were just chilling. <laughs> like, Native Americans were like, yeah, we were just kind of good. And, like... <laughs> fucked us up. They <laughs> like, came over here and fucked us up. They came over and just fucking eradicated them. Yep. Like, the whole Buffalo like buffalo soldier stories and yeah. fucking just like, you got to get your ass across that river by this date or it's fucking... It's open season. It's fucking crazy. Wonder what kind of American history they're teaching in schools now. <laughs> Don't even. Start I feel like I that. should teach it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> oh, God. I'm history a, by Roche. I'm gonna start an it's online drunk history. I'm gonna start an online course. <laughs> oh my God. Drunk history by Roche. 
<laughs> Yo, you think aliens built a pyramid? <laughs> Possibly. Honestly, that's. Do you believe know. in aliens? Oh, there has to be. I, I believe I that there's so. aliens yeah. or something out there. Yeah. And definitely. I think it's. I think. And I think the whole like, if they wanted us to see them, we would see them. And if. Yeah. You know, I think it's all like sim shit. Like they're so far advanced. It's like. Like my mind explodes trying to figure out how large the universe mm-hmm. is. Like when you try to figure out which way's left and right and yeah. look out there, it's it's insane. It's, inf- it's infinite. It is. Like, yeah. or do you just keep going far enough that you come back around? You know, I don't like, know. And there's black holes that just fucking yeah, teleport exactly. you to like different. The there's fucking multiverses. So like, yeah. And there's Kang. 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 Oh <laughs> wait a minute. That, I saw that one too, dude. <laughs> that's I'm that's. So- that's the fifth version. Here's the fucked up shit. It's like all this. Like people think that I'm like a crazy conspiracy head, but I'm really not. It's just like comic book shit to me because I was yeah. a big comic book kid. So like whenever, like, do I think that there could be like multi dimensions and things like that? A hundred percent. I'm yeah. fucking rolling. Let's. I want to see it. But yeah, I think yeah, I think the aliens. They're definitely you know. Phase five, man. It's all yeah. multiverse. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's just what the comic book writers got to. They're like, well, fuck. What are we gonna do? And they're like, you know what we gotta do. Because they fucking killed everybody off. Yeah, they're like, killed we got- how do we get them back? All right, multiverse. Yeah, multiverse. <laughs> it's easy. They went into Stanley's office. He's like fucking tripping yeah. ball. He's like, no, nah, there's like these other fucking. Stan, we're out of characters. What do we do? We're not out of characters. You guys are so simple, man. There's like these whole other fucking universes of the same people. They're kind of different, but they're still kind of the same. You know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah, Stan, got it. <laughs> Two Spider-Mans. Every movie has a multiverse Spider-Man. now. Yeah. You know? yeah there's there's fucking multi-Spider-Mans. Yeah. yeah. It was nah, actually pretty good. I think there's that. What else is all gonna? Do you think dinosaurs are real? You think dinosaurs ever walked the earth? Yes. Yeah. I think so. I, I mean, so. what do they pull? What are those skeletons the that fossils? they pulled out? The, that's yeah. what I'm saying. What are those fossils? The skeletons that they pulled out? Maybe they're just. Maybe, maybe they. But not, maybe they're not. Did real. they have feathers on them? You know, or yeah. were they just leathery, leathery skin? You know. All I, I know is the last time that they found a fucking full-fledged T-Rex skeleton, the fucking government swept in real quick and took that bitch <laughs> there's a documentary about it really uh, in north dakota they it was on an indian reservation yeah a guy got permission from the indian dude to dig finds the most perfect t-rex skeleton like it's a lot of the bones are together mm-hmm. indian dude comes in he's like it's mine son <laughs> my land my dinosaur so right he was going to be said right yeah you got a fucking full-fledged t-rex so like they're battling it out of, of who it belongs to Next thing you know, here come the old U.S. government boys. Hey, uh, guess what? That's actually our fucking yeah. T-Rex. <laughs> he gets dug up, shipped off the fucking Area 51 or some shit. Maybe they're trying to replicate it. Maybe it's actually fucking dragons or something cool like Hell that. Yeah. It's Maybe if somebody Park. did like enough breathing, they'd be like, yo, they could breathe fucking fire, dog. And they flew. <laughs> y'all are so fucking, look at y'all's faces. <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap my head around like what goes like the thought process of how he how he thinks of this yeah. stuff. Like how does he? Is it really? I mean, that the dinosaurs did fly, but did you ever see them walking around like those fucking pterosaurs or whatever? No, they, the like, part that gets around. me is how did they fuck? Because they're so fucking huge and they got the big ass tails. Like how did they maneuver the big ass dick? Yeah, they had to have like a fucking anaconda that came out. And <laughs> you ever see an elephant care, or a horse? Yeah, it took care of business. Would you imagine a dinosaur dick? Yo, the dinosaur dick. That's probably why they're in Area 51. Why can't we find one of those laying around? Because they're in Area 51, Roche. All the dinosaur dicks are locked up. Yeah, they sure are. You hear about the uh, the underground city that they just found in like Turkey? This guy like knocked a 
wall in his basement. Sick. And there was like a whole underground city for like big enough for like 20,000 people. It's Atlantis. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah it's got like yeah. schools, everything down there. What the fuck? Yeah. What 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 if when he got down there there were people? <laughs> <laughs> Still living like, down there. Those are the aliens. They're like, yeah. they like, yo, can we help you? <laughs> Aliens. They no, what if when he got down there, it was another version of him, and it was the mult. He found the multiverse. Oh, it's like uh, like um, us. Yeah. The tethered. Yeah, it's like what if? Yeah, well, it's like the under the, what was upside down world, and the and Stranger Things. Oh yeah. That was something else that I was that I thought of when I was th- talking about all that America shit. I can't remember it now. No, we used to joke about things. that. That'd be a fucking great ass skit though. If like you show up like all the different people, it's so wild when you think about it. Like, you ever think about, like, the dude that came down? You know the dude that came down here and built a Biltmore estate was, like, he got, like, the throwaway money from that family? No. Yeah. Really. He got, like, he got, like, the— Was it, like, a Vanderbilt or something? Yeah, he was yeah. a Vanderbilt. Yeah. And, you know, his—the great-grandpa was Steamboats. His daddy was Railroad. And then the, his brother is the one that took it and really fucking—if I, if I think I got the timeline right. But anyways, the one that came down here and built the big-ass house, uh-huh. he got, like, the fucking—he got the petty money. <laughs> he got, like, the go-away money, like, the— yeah, he's a little he bit. Get out of here. He built that. Yeah, because he was like, he was like a they, uh, like he's probably like a pan. Like he, he didn't have the chops to fucking. Because like, of black the, sheep like, of the family. He, yeah, he didn't have the chops of what the other brother had to like the cutthroat shit to yeah. keep it going and everything. You know what I mean? Like they were like, yeah, you, you know, next step you gotta drink this baby blood. <laughs> and he wasn't down to do it. They're they like, all right, so then here's it's part here, of the Bohemian Club. They're, they're like, here's your millions. You, you know, go do what you want to. And he went and built a big ass house <laughs> that he didn't even get to see finished because he died. Which, you know. Did you learn about that when you uh, went out there? I go there once a year. I've never been. You play yeah. up there, or just? Uh, I played golf trespass. at the Grove Park. Play DJ? Yeah. No, I like go in there, the fucking take pictures and study oh, all that oh. shit. And look around at all the fucking lines and the, the architecture's sick in there. Is it? I haven't been up there. Yeah, no, it's fucking insanity. Like all the shit that he had brought in from all these like designers and architects and shit like that. No, that's sick. Yeah, I would probably just make fun of me when I was there, Mm-mm. but I'm like the one in there, like looking at. We were supposed to go a couple of years back, but um, the tour would have. We missed like the last. No, you don't need a tour. You just need to go in there and walk around, or take the arc. Well, I was saying like, like, like we missed the. Yeah, I've done all the tours. <laughs> no, you got to pay to get in, and now yeah. they got like, no, that mess, that's fucking COVID fucked it all up too. Now they may like make you stand in line and shit. Well, that's what it was. It was like during COVID when we were trying to go. So COVID fucked everything. Up. Mm-hmm. Sure did. They hey. tried to. They tried to fuck us up, but I, I was we was fighting. But we fought. We R- 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 said hell happen. no. <laughs> Roche fought back. Did you fight back, Julie? What? During COVID? Was you outside or was you inside? No, I was outside a little bit. <laughs> I tried I tried to, like, you know, be a little bit safe because I, mean, I don't know what to expect from it. So, Dude, I caught COVID but four times. You had to. Like, I caught four I, times. As far as so. I know, I haven't caught it. That's what I know four as times. For, yeah, I, <laughs> you know four times. Yeah, I know I've I had never, it a couple times. The only, yeah. I, had, the only, I had it one time that I knew it was, like, it was, like, the real deal shit. Other than that, it was, like. I feel like maybe I probably got it before it like became rampant because there was a period of before it became cool. Well, well there yeah. was there was the that t- period of time when people were just getting a weird weird. It was sick like and, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. right before everything got shut down. It was like mm-hmm. maybe like a month before. There was a six week period where all it lost the whole staff. Yeah, I remember just, that. Yeah, everybody was that's, calling that's out left was. and right. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it was. Yeah, yeah. they so. didn't know. The first time I got it, I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, it was it was bad. The first time I got it, I was like, maybe I should call the doctor. And then I, then my fever broke, and I was like, oh, I'm good. That fever broke like a motherfucker too. Yeah, like it was like, like I went and got the 
antibodies in my belly. They shot yeah. me in my belly. I think that made it worse. Could have. But, um, yeah, because then the next two days after that, I was, like, fucking laying on the floor. I woke up in my closet. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, I was, like, we have a chair in the closet. Yo. You put your socks on and shit. I, I felt, I was sleeping in there with the window Damn, open. Damn, you, you got a chair in a closet? Like a oh, walking closet. Rich, rich, dog. No, fucking got no, 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 no. sock chair. Sit down and put my socks on. Socks on. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I got a chair for my socks. <laughs> no. I just got my couch. <laughs> <laughs> I hop around. It's a, it's a <laughs> chair. <laughs> hop around and fall. That's some that's some Dana shit right there. Well, Dave, we need to put a chair in here. What the fuck we need a chair in the closet for? Dave's like, you know, oh, we're gonna do some serious fucking in this closet. <laughs> She's like, no, just sit down and put your socks on. He's like, the fuck. <laughs> It's this, a fuck chair. I've done all this hard ass work, and you want to fucking sit down and put some socks on? <laughs> the fuck chair. chair. Remember that movie Burn after reading the fuck machine he was making? <laughs> y'all, y'all watch it? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't Who know what. To I don't know what the fuck you watch. Ninety-nine percent of the movies I never seen yeah. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, he, but I also don't remember line for George, line. Every George Clooney is building like this fuck machine <laughs> in his house. Yeah. And he's like married and shit. It's fucking hilarious. I've never seen it. What's it called? Yeah. Burn after reading. Burn after. Yeah, reading. it's got right. Brad Pitt, George Clooney. It's got a whole bunch of people in really? it. Really? Like stars. Okay. It's the. You ever seen the gift of Brad Pitt going like, like with the red shirt on? <laughs> Maybe. He, he's a personal trainer. So okay. He's like super douchey. Yeah. And he's yeah, it's fucking. I have to watch it. <laughs> I really wish I could remember what what kind of crazy shit I was going to talk about. We were talking about aliens, and the pyramids. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the pyramids? Mm-hmm. You ever been over there seen them? I'm in Egypt. Nope. Mm-mm. I've seen them from the airport. Were they cool? Uh, I mean, it was cool, but so how it is is like when you see it in the movies, you think they're out in the middle of the fucking desert. No, they're right. No, they're they're the right city. next like, to the city. Yeah. Except <laughs> behind them, it's a desert, but yeah. they're right on the city. Yeah. 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 So it was cool. Like we were la- I landed in Cairo and saw them, but yeah, no. I'm, wasn't that great? There's apparently there's this book that I wanna I want to read or find it, and they've tried to make movies out of it, but every time they tried, it's fucked up. But it's called The Martyr and the Margarita, and apparently what it's about is it's like the devil telling his side of the story to Jesus. Oh wow! Like the like Jesus, but and, but they disguise them as different characters. But then you when they explain the book, you figure out that's what it is. So like the devil giving his side of the story to it. Because like we were talking about earlier, like religions always fighting and shit. Yeah. I feel like a lot. Like you know how like at one point in time, Papa John's he didn't he work at Domino's. Probably. Yeah. That's so where like, he got his start. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like at one point in time, like maybe the devil and God were up in heaven, and they they just weren't seeing eye to eye. Like you know, Papa John was probably like, "Yo, I, Domino, I think I could probably do this a little bit better." <laughs> or or maybe if, maybe he was trying to share some ideas, and Domino was like, "Yo, I ain't trying to hear that shit, son. Like, yeah, you work for me." And so he was like, all right, whatever, you got to go to hell. And hell was like Papa John's. So, like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, I like, mean, like, hey. Like, like, and so, you know, God was like, yo, you got to go do your own thing, which would be hell. And then there's still heaven. And I feel like the devil was like, yo, they're going to fuck it up, son. Like, <laughs> And the guy's like, nah, I gave him these ten simple rules. It doesn't get any easier than that. And he's like, I'm telling you. Oh, they and then I think now, like, if God came back. The devil would be like, I told you. Fuck, you know, <laughs> Lucifer would be like, I told you, dog. I told you they fuck it up. And God would be like, really? I gave y'all 10. Like, he, couldn't you see him like having a press conference, yeah. like a bunch of microphones? 10 and he's fucking like, rules. I That's gave it. you 10 rules. 10 simple fucking rules. And somehow, look at you. Look at all of you. Now, you know what I got to do now? I got to fucking flood this bitch again. I got to <laughs> flood it out. I got to flood it out. And then, Mass extinction. And then he's like, no, no, no. You said you weren't going to do it with water again. He's like, all right. I'm burning this motherfucker down. <laughs> history. You know what? You know what? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna Drunk we're gonna cut the fat. We're gonna start all over. 
Ten rules. See, we're going to see how this goes. Nine rules. Yeah, nine, nine rules. I'm taking some of them away. I'm only giving you five. <laughs> Still can't follow them. Yeah. Nope. Well, we'd figure out something to fuck up. You know? oh, always, God. always. It's always going to be that. That would be a great skit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hell I yeah. You, I told you. No more ideas. Up. Can't you see them in the back? I told, I told you they'd fuck it up. Like, can't you see, like, like, every once in a while, they just, like, come down here and meet for coffee? And he's like, yo, what happened? He's like, I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. They wouldn't fucking listen to like crazy. It's kind of like that movie, uh, that show on Disney, Moon Knight or something like that. It's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, with the about. two, with oh, the yeah, two yeah, polar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With the, Did you yeah. see that? Oh Moon yeah, yeah. Dude, that was really good. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Look, oh, I watched comic book movies. Yeah. I oh, still, I, I love Marvel. I really, I yeah. still read comic books. I, Dude, I still, yeah, I'm fucking door. Like, I think, I think that that is like the highest form of art and storytelling that has ever been designed. Like, because of all the different characters, and if you look at like the intricacies and all that shit, it's yeah. insane. Like those, like those dudes. That's fucking art. I love it. I fucking, fucking Marvel is my shit. God. You know. I mean, but just think about the dude that was sitting there one day and he was like, "All right, so there's this guy, right? Guy, he how high were they? Got healing powers. <laughs> yeah, but then you know what? Then, then let's say he gets captured, and then they they take his bones and they make them into like this impenetrable fucking uh, uh, metal, right? And they're like, yeah, and the metal came from this fucking place, like in Africa. And so they start tying it all together, you know what I mean? And the next thing you know, they're like, well, what are we going to fucking call him Wolverine? He's got claws that come out of his fucking hands, and he has healing powers, and he's indestructible. They're like, yo, we got one, son. And then they're like, it all, think about how much it all it ties, all ties. It together. Yeah, it all ties. Yeah. That ain't, it's not easy. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, it, fuck, it all ties. It's awesome. Yeah. It's fucking it's great how it ties. Yeah. Especially at the very end when it all comes together and you see mm-hmm. like the little... And even when you the, go back and watch uh-huh. now, you'll see the Easter eggs yeah. prior to when you're watching the new movie. And you're yeah, you're like, you oh, see shit. The Easter eggs. Stuff they put into it. Yeah. Like and then there's stuff they're still figuring out. Like, yeah. apparently, Wolverine was an endgame. He was? It, I yeah. didn't see him, but and okay. And there's it's this whole fucking thing that they fucking found, and they confirmed it and all this shit. Well, that's what the whole new Wolverine and uh, Deadpool yep. probably going to be part of. Because they're in the MCU, mm-hmm. let's see how they uh, get in there. Yeah. And now that it's, now that they got the X Men back, X-Men, they can yeah. do all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But That'd no, be cool. like they, even like because I've read all the comic books and had all the cards and everything, I just study that shit for hours. Whatever, I fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yo, shout out to Dave for coming through and sharing all of his stories. Hey, thank you for having me. Uh yeah, you can plug your Instagram. Dave Fa, Sushi Mom, Fahrenheit. No, DJ Feemster. DJ Feemster. DJ Feemster, that's my Instagram. We're gonna have I'm, I'm not I'm not a DJ. No, man. we're gonna plug it all on the fucking actual thing. So <laughs> yeah. everyone's a DJ Good. now. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's a DJ. What is that one? Huh? That was my DJ. It's moment. dinosaur dick. <laughs> Bone dick. Bone dick. <laughs> Dino dick. All right. Remember that name of that sushi restaurant. That's a great one. What? Fugu? Fugu. 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 Fugu.